0: Indianapolis, yeah, any test operations
1: in restricted area two five zero eight? Area thirty one, Roger. The Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some anomalous motion over.
0: Roger, area thirty one. Continue to center your discretion over.
1: Okay, center. The traffic is approaching head on, ultra bright and really moving. They're
2: right by it, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. Ninety percent of these sightings can be explained, but ten percent cannot. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. show here on
3: the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready. Sit yourself down. Get your mist. Get your cleanest kit. Get your, what is it? Your your box of wipes, wipes, uh, squeegee in your lube.
0: And your battery operated devices and get it, ready
3: it's if you want to add that into Santa's package shop. Sure. In the middle of the summer. Uh girls. The very famous one I want to see.
0: Hello, girls, ladies, women, mature ladies, old ladies. They're all good. Relax. Yes, good to right. be here on the show. Mm-hmm. Good. Good to have you. Hope I don't get arrested before the show is over, but Why? it's all good. You know well,
3: I get someone they're gonna raid your house for some reason. You, you never know. Cause you're American.
0: I raid the studio.
3: How's the uh, how's the hedgehog? Where is that one one? How's the hedgehog in uh, ten words?
0: I just life? fed the hedgehog. Really? Mm. Huh. <clears throat> what do they eat? Other hedgehogs? Uh, they got hedgehog food. Some kind of hedgehog, food kind of <laughs> hedgehog pellets. Natural food. But I have a, a video camera on them. I have two of them now. A video, have a video camera. camera on them. Okay. And they eat slugs, beetles, and nice. uh, night crawling things. Cool. That's why they're like around. crazy. Yeah. Huh. That's really their, their main diet. They're yeah, they, they eat that stuff right off the. Ground. I didn't know that the the patio blocks were so alive with creatures until I got this camera with uh you know like, night vision. Like a trail, it's trail just crew. amazing. Oh, oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
3: I want to get one of it's those. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it creeps Eileen out like crazy. Yeah, say, look I'll at bet. this thing moving. Watch this over time. Look at this thing.
3: Yeah, wait till something yeah, walks by. That by the truck, there. dog go after it. Yeah, something looks like a devil <laughs> or something. You go, what the hell is that? You know. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of devils, no cocoa tonight. He's uh, still not on his mission. I think he's back in Alaska. not sure. But he's going to be with us soon. However, our national correspondent is here down in uh, Peanut Butter, West Virginia. Switchblade, Steve Woods. Switch. Great to be here. And how are you? And
1: uh, beyond wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Okay. Everything good down there in uh, Point Pleasant, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. How's things at the Mothman
1: Museum? Uh, always fun. Always fun. Yep. Okay. You get to, uh, talk to people about, uh, the weird stuff and, uh, mm. and, and try and show them a good time and, uh, direct them to, uh, other places in town, like the, uh, bridge Memorial and, and so forth. And the, uh, uh, to Windyway park where the first battle of the revolutionary war took place. So, uh, mm. people appreciate, uh, you know, they, they pull the town, they don't know too much about uh, the, the general area.
5: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and so you kind of give them the lowdown and they can. Uh, and, and also we have uh, uh, direct sheets with directions on how to get out to the TNT area, which is about nine miles north of Point Pleasant. So okay. they can actually go there to the area where the Mothman was seen. And they can even get into some of the old uh, concrete bunkers hmm. that used to store uh, ammunition during the World War Ooh. II.
3: Now, you said in a show, I was listening to a show about two months old, and you said that uh, a lot of chicks are hitting on you because you're working at the museum. Is that true? Did I, did I say that?
1: Um, okay.
3: hmm. Also with us
0: tonight. Maybe we assume that.
1: Maybe, you know, it could have been creative visualization. Um, okay. yeah. I, was, right. I was pretty good at that before they started writing books about it.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. Hang on. Where's this? Hang on. Wow. Do a dance. Al. we got to get the sound effects machine? It's nice game. to
0: live where you work, you know? That really is cool. It's like a resort area, isn't it?
1: Well, it's a nice little nice little town. Yeah. You know, not uh, not too many rabble rousers, you know. Yeah. We get, we get a few northerners down here sometimes, but, you know, we, we straighten them out. Well, I, I thought you were going to uh, say we uh, string uh,
0: them up. Those crazy northerners. Okay, we got it.
1: Also with they us They keep is, telling me—oh, sorry. Uh, no, go ahead, please. They, they keep telling me that eventually I'm going to sound like a West Virginian. Really? Uh, yeah. To, 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 but I have my driver's license says West Virginia, so okay. I, I'm a West by God Virginian. You know, I guess. So I don't have the accent yet. Well, there's a lot of
3: jokes it. in there, but we I don't I hear a
0: Western-sounding yeah. bumper going under underneath uh, what you just said. Yes. Right.
3: Translating. <laughs> anyway, with us also is our security chief, Willie Club, WC. How you doing?
6: You know, Mac, I'm doing great. It's good mm-hmm. to see everyone. Um, really looking forward to tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, too. I've been preparing myself for... Uh, this presentation because I think there's some important things to be said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'm happy to see that the switch is looking good. And I can see why the women are chasing him now. He's I got that so. yep. new style with the path in the middle. That's of the head. what we were I that you were commenting. not
1: yep. quite the middle. It's in off to the side of it. Right. Oh, yeah. I know
6: those those appliances or whatever you call them. I mean, can't be exact, but boy, it looks good. It does look. It good. does look good.
3: Yeah. Oh. It looked like a bullet. A bullet just.
1: Grazed them, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I paid a lot of money for this wig, so. But you, well, okay, there we go. Yeah. You yeah.
3: Also with us <laughs> in the studio is uh, Uncle Al, the kiddie's pal, Al Ronaldo, UFO
4: mechanic. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Also, the getaway. You're, you're looking good, Steve. I, yeah, I'm not. You know, uh, yeah, I, yeah, not, yeah, you know <laughs> I got nothing to say about anything. Ken? You look good. You <laughs> know. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, thanks. I, it, it, see that I, my hair gets long, too long. I have to part it. Normally, if it's short, I don't have to worry about it. I just, you know. Okay. Wow. Well, kind of okay. comb it with my hands and get with, up and face today
3: With your hands. Interesting. Okay. Uh, oh, this.
1: Wow. It looked like she
3: was just combing her hair with her hands. That's a chance off. Favorite witch up there in sideways? Is, and is Raven. How are you tonight, Raven?
7: Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great.
0: Mm. Raven, looking good. Mm.
7: Hi, yeah. thanks. <laughs>
0: Bangs have been trimmed. Everything's good to go.
7: We're, we're all uh, yep. We're, we're good to go.
3: Wanwan right. is speaking for all of us. Okay.
7: <laughs> go ahead, Juan,
3: Juan.
0: Yeah, you bet.
3: Okay. Uh, our uh, also you
0: get arrested instead of me too. Don't uh,
8: say. Joining
3: <laughs> us, joining us. We need a doctor, so Doctor Bob Gross is here with us. Doctor Bob, how you doing?
8: Good. I'm on call tonight. Uh, good.
3: Yeah, that's good to know. All right. Do you take Blue Cross? Do you take uh, Obamacare? Not anymore. No, okay.
8: Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay. it's a, maybe a you know a big old abandoned cross. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well,
3: good name for a CD. Yeah.
8: yeah. Big
0: old abandoned doctor. Christmas. Doctor, tell me the news. <laughs>
8: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're out
3: there in Chicago. What's going on out there? Anything?
8: Oh, yeah, changing of the weather here and there. I've been right. under the weather for like the last three weeks. I don't know if it was allergies or mm-hmm. you know, what it was, but today's the best day I've felt in a long time. Wow, okay. A lot, hey. a lot of interesting things going on, doing some interesting research. I hope mm-hmm. you can find useful.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I read today that every major Chicago sports team blows this year. I mean, all of them are terrible. The hockey, the basketball. Football.
6: Hey, just like just like uh, Boston. <laughs>
3: I, <gonna> yes. say. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yeah. All right, I shouldn't have yeah. brought it up. I shouldn't talk about cities yeah, of teams of Cubs.
8: Always uh, cut that off.
3: I think white right Yeah, as Bo- the Boston. I've introduced everyone, right? Have I? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Think so. Those of us who uh, live in the Boston area and have uh, attachments to the Boston area would just embarrassed, or we still are embarrassed, because the Boston Bruins. Broke all kinds of scoring records this year. They're, they're literally the best yeah. team in NHL history, and they lose it in the first round to the Florida Kitty a Cats. A team that sucks. Yeah, a team that sucks. That's, that's their logo.
0: They're not that
6: good.
3: They're not that good.
6: Well, they are now.
3: They are now, right? Jeez. Yep. They knocked them off, and it's like, wow, it's going to take a while to get over this, you know? Maybe two or three days, and then that's it. But. It, it's just so unexpected. Just so you could see it, them losing in like the fi- in the finals or something, maybe.
6: But in the first right. round, hey, we still have the Red Sox, Mac. Oh wow! All right, see, it's right. a club, really. <laughs> they're on
0: a roll right now. Yeah, they're on a roll. What about them Patriots? Even so Chris Sale fun. won a game. Did he really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he awesome. won his last outing.
3: Anyway, um, so uh, here we are. We're going to be uh, talking about a number of things today. We have uh, several reports, but we do have. A top 10 list. And why don't we get it out of the way now so the real fun will begin? Raven, you're the top all 10. All right. Oh, before we kind do that,
7: before top we... 10, wait, yeah, top 10 meals which you won't eat. Top That's what 10. You sent me.
3: I just want to say before we start, we have to give a um, shout out to superfan Susan
7: Coppola? Coppola. Coppola.
3: Coppola. All right, down there in <laughs> North Carolina. Um, she's been on a number of times. She's coming on soon with ten questions I've always wanted to ask Juan Juan. Get ready for that, there, my friend, next <laughs> really? week. Yeah, you ain't
0: kidding. <clears throat> ten questions that who wanted to ask Juan, Juan? Well,
3: she she's canvassing associates of yours and ours, and okay, they're going to they're going to gather a bunch of questions these people have always wanted to ask you. All right, okay, you ready for that next Do I week?
0: Have to answer them? I hope not. No,
3: you don't have to answer. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yes, Susan, so get she she had an operation on her arm, okay, so she's a little uh-huh. under the weather. but um, she can still dial us in. so thanks, Susan. We'll talk to you soon. okay, now, the top ten of the night. and it's top ten meals switchy won't eat. is that it, right?
7: That's what it says in my email.
3: okay, <laughs> All right. well, let's go when we start the music. Here we go. number ten.
7: number ten. Purina Princess Chow Mix with Salmon Bits Dinner. <laughs> wow. Okay.
5: That
1: sounds good. You don't good, think actually. that, maybe yes, that he good. gives
7: it a little sample before yeah. he feeds yeah, right. his cats?
1: <laughs> 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 Listen, Switch. some of that stuff looks pretty darn good. I don't <laughs> think my cats are yeah. that's, that. <laughs> that's why I always sit down and eat before I feed the cats, yeah. just so I'm not tempted. Just not tempted, oh. yes.
3: <laughs> Switch, I hate to ask you this, and I really do, but what are the names of your cats? Eel? Yes. Rosie. Yes. And Willis. Okay, Willis. And and <clears throat> when you call Willis, does Willis come? Or do all three come?
1: Uh, <laughs> all three. All three normie, do. They, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, name do they really? They they're, they're at that yeah. stage of their life. I as mean, cats. they're cats. Come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My
7: cat comes by her name. She's like literally right next to me. She wow. responds to her name.
1: As See? any cat owner knows, once you open that can, yes. you've got their attention. That's true. Very true.
4: Seriously. Huh? All
3: right, so Switchy has three cats, oh. and he's devoted to She's
7: me. just joining me now. She's oh. on my desk. Um, so if you see a tail. Oh, yep. <laughs> Anyways. Once again, there's a joke not, in there. According to Mac, this is not a cat podcast. Okay, here we go. Yet. <laughs> we'll get there.
4: There's more of us than there
6: are of him, though. <laughs> no. there, That's there right. Are. I disagree. Exactly. No, we can no.
7: overthrow him in a second. No,
6: not a, No. Well, I'm with you, Mac. <laughs> See, um, see?
7: Number nine, uh, Point Pleasant Pasta with a side of Mothman Balls. <laughs> oh,
5: I'm going to bomb. No,
4: oh. no, no. Okay, all right.
5: Next. They, they, they were Pleasant. selling at the
1: festival, uh, you know, those little malt balls. They called them moth balls. Yes. Oh, like oh, the whoppers? That's,
5: that's
1: yeah, yeah.
5: Oh, that's
3: funny. That's uh, wrong on but, several levels. Next, next please. Uh, Raven, these are the top ten meals Switchy won't eat.
7: Back. This is so gross. <laughs> a mouse burger. A oh. mouse burger.
3: Come oh. on. He doesn't he's refusing he'd refuse to eat something like that, oh. right? Well okay.
1: that's true. I'd have to be really, really hungry and, and the microwave would have to be just set right in order to uh, We
3: know he's already eyeing the cans of Purina, so you know, never say never. No. <laughs> I would
6: think the cats want those mouse burgers anyways. You wouldn't that's have a true. Chance yeah, to yeah, get yeah, sure. them. You'd have to fight them off, wouldn't you? Right. Depends on
3: how hungry I am. <laughs> Videotape, whatever happens, please. Raven leaves next. These are top ten things. Meals switchy, won't it?
7: Number seven, a mouse burger with cheese. Yeah.
3: No, no. <laughs>
4: okay, next
3: one. Let's just move on, please.
7: Number six, a headless bunny brought to him by oh. one of his flea-bitten cats.
3: No, um, I don't, I don't I remember hope, putting flea-bitten putting. I hope in.
7: his cats aren't listening because they are going to be so upset that you called them flea-bitten. Well,
1: they used to just
7: be. Just
1: Next, please, Raven. This is I, I, I thought the next one was going to be a double mouse burger with cheese. Well, <laughs> hang on.
7: Well, we're not done. You're right. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I on? Number six, seven, five, five. Spotted dick. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't
6: even know
7: what that is. That's a, that's a European thing. That's a, a pudding. That's an a English pudding. Yes, yeah. well,
8: what was it called?
7: Spotted
8: dick? Of course, that's a that's a pudding. It's a pudding. Oh, Excellent pudding. A, I thought it was a type of mouse organ
0: with uh, it's, raisins it's, in it. Right? No, not
8: spotted dick. No. <laughs> I,
1: I thought it was a condition that well, that Let's go. Yeah, that's I right. yeah, oh, oh, yeah oh, men oh. get that
6: with measles, but that's a different kind. I think there's a cure for that. So Let
4: me,
0: please. Oh my gosh. Let me just move on. Move on. I'll have the spotted dick after I have the Welsh rabbit. Okay.
3: There we go. <laughs> Can that be the period at the end of <laughs> the sentence, please? Raven, please.
7: Uh, number four. Uh Bob Evans Extra Squished Roadkill Breakfast.
1: Wow. Well, oh, oh,
6: I think he used to he used to talk a lot about it. Not
1: so bad with a side of hash browns. <laughs> Put some oh,
7: oh, on that. okay. Thank you.
3: Switchy for saving us. Thanks,
5: please. Number
7: three. Even though he's of a Scottish extraction, he won't eat haggis salad. Mm. Are those had two things that look like?
3: It's just you know, everything cut up that no one else wants to eat. You've had it, uh, switching. Yeah, yeah. Somebody three. ate it yesterday, uh, but it's oh, not bad. Oh, it's intestines, isn't it? In it's, it's stomach
4: lining. It's like yeah. the lettuce. Go to the haggis truck. Oh, no, thank you.
3: Oh, no, thank you.
7: <laughs> okay,
4: not that's
0: good stuff.
3: Not getting the laugh we wanted. Please move on. Right? <laughs> Number two:
7: kippers, crumpets, boiled eels. And bubble and squeak, you know all that horrible English crap.
5: Right, he won't eat that
3: stuff. <laughs> wow.
7: Can <laughs> we, do, we yes. just do that again?
3: Can we just <laughs> do that again, moly. please? Number two, please. Right, number two. Uh, we're at number one. I know, but let's just do number two again. I'm uh, gonna we just. Do it again. I know this is breaking the rules of comedy, but let's just do it again. See what happens. Please.
7: Comedy, number two. Yeah. All right, number two. <laughs> this is the number two meal that Switchy will not eat. Kippers, crumpets, boiled eels, and bubble and squeak. You know, all that horrible English crap.
0: English cuisine. Okay, Alright, okay. you were
3: all right the first time. <laughs> yep. uh,
0: uh, go on, please. Right. Uh,
7: okay, and this is the number one meal that Switch won't eat. Anything made by club. That's Wait. fired.
1: I think we but should you have, have stopped. It first, I might. <laughs>
3: I think we should have stopped at the spotted dick. Yes, I agree with that. We should have stopped at the spotted dick.
6: Can can I make a suggestion? (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, Can you, like, change the scheduling of the top ten to, like, the last thing of the night? Why?
4: Because you'll be asleep? I
6: think that would be the appropriate time. You know, we're getting tired at that time, and we need something to really bring us back to life. Really? Okay. And uh, this doesn't seem to help early on, Maybe. Toward the end of the night. Real, it might okay, be we're more putting effective.
3: the people to sleep too early. Is that what you're saying? Let's put that so, to a vote yeah. after the show. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if, if we're awake. I'll send you. that follow up <laughs> email. Don't worry. All right, Club. Wow, tough love from Club. Why don't we do this? Why don't, I, why don't we take a commercial break now and I can go outside and cry? My eyes out. Oh, uh, you you're an listen?
7: Aquarius. You aren't going
3: to cry. What do you mean? What does that mean? Aquariuses don't cry?
7: No. Really? You're all robots. I'm an
3: Aquarius. I yeah. cry it in movies. I'm I'm crying yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, must be
7: a guy thing. But it, yeah, no, it's it's an age thing.
3: It's a, oh, it, but be. isn't he, Isn't Aquarius a water sign?
7: No, no. you're an what? air sign. What? Oh, this time
3: I thought it was a water sign. Oh hmm. well, no.
7: What about your Libra's. birthday? You're an air sign too.
0: Huh? Well, I'm a Cancer. What am I? What kind of sign am I? Water sign. Water sign.
7: You're like me. I'm a water sign.
0: We
4: hmm.
1: we're babes.
7: Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Hottest cancer of the, of the zodiac.
1: Well,
4: I think Libras are as macho
3: as the day is long. I concur. <laughs> wow, Doctor Bob, what sign are you? Sounds like a.
7: Pick.
8: I, I'm a Leo, but I still won't touch a mouse organ.
7: <sighs> okay, you're a fire <laughs> sign. <laughs> okay.
8: Anyway, on that note, why don't
0: we really take a break right now? sign, baby? Remember that was kind of like a a bar thing back in what the '70s, maybe? Oh sure. yeah,
7: that yeah. was yeah. A What's your thing sign? even up until like. I was in college. It was like the pickup line. What's your yeah,
0: sign? Really? Yeah. Huh. What's your Musical sign?
8: hair. The whole thing
7: there.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: remember that. Wow. Yeah. Like it really started the '60s asking people what their sign was.
1: Does anybody remember Fire Sign Theater?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Good stuff. Man. Absolutely.
3: Yes. Yeah. There were recordings. They were like pre. pre um, they, they were like a, a, a very hip comedy recording group. You
1: know, right. They were very high production values right. and there's like a million jokes in there. You, you would miss. Yes. They right. You have to listen. They had my, one of my favorites was Nick danger. Third eye. Remember that one? <laughs> <Nick Danger. laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. I
0: yeah. don't remember that, but you, yeah. you
1: can get, you can get them on uh, CD. They're, they're still available. So they're, they were very clever.
3: And they would do stuff like, uh, a guy on his way to, um, uh, what was the big, um, uh, music festival out in, um, out in Woodstock? California No, out in California The one the, the one that was like After um, Woodstock uh, Monterey Monterey. Man. Monterey And um, You know It's a guy who's just woken up And he goes Oh, I'm going to Monterey I can't wait to see You know Janice Joplin Oh, you know She she died, you know. Uh, you know I can't wait to see The Doors And Jim Morrison He's dead the, How about Pink Pen <laughs> the, the <laughs> that's Del- Oh, that's no, uh, no. How about Mama Cass No, no, no
4: <laughs> Oh, and she went on and on, and on
3: and on it was really bad But funny so anyway, let's take the break now, right? And um, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's tracks on will show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The whole gang is here. Please stay tuned.
2: Hawk Hunter, the Wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst-ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But, in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best-selling Wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super terrorist hit six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS-USA. Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nukes' secret locations before time runs up. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons, by Mac Maloney, on sale now on Amazon. And hey, Wingman fans, listen to Mac's show to find out how you can win an autographed copy of Wingman Twenty Two: War of Dragons.
0: And I just kept going on and on about myself. I'm taking a leak in the driveway. He "I know you'd like to talk to total stranger." The story has got nothing to do with the Bruins game. It's what happened with Grandma. What? I was wondering if those were sadomasochism straps or something. <laughs> but I digress Uh, from what I don't know. Get into the beautiful mind
2: of Juan Juan, only on the Mac Maloney Military X-Files show.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Track Style Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, show we have for you tonight, very quickly, I'm going to introduce my co conspirators. Oh, across the puddle is uh, the very famous one-one girls, Wani.
0: Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Yes, I am across the pond here, and it's, uh, it's kind of rainy and miserable like it is in New England right now. <laughs> Isn't that what it's weather? Not today, but it Every has single been. day over there.
3: Uh, talking off-air about homemade fish and chips, man, and that's all I want oh, yeah. right now. Wowee. Uh, no cocoa tonight, um, but uh, our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, is with us, switching.
1: Great to be here tonight.
4: Do
3: you want to bring your cats on camera now? Raven had her cat on.
4: Uh, <laughs> were your cats, yeah,
1: um, get them! Were your we'll cats get be them. jealous? <laughs> well, they they, may, they usually show up at the worst time, you know, so right now one's asleep over here. Okay. And the other two are probably tearing up the furniture. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a joke switch, but okay.
0: Using you uh, the legs of your couch as a scratching post.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've got an ugly rec- reclining chair, which is made uglier by the cats. Wow. They totally shred it, gets, don't they? just gets oh, better man. and better.
3: Uh, so, anyway, also with us is our uh, security chief, Willie Club. Hi, hey, Mac.
6: Hi, everyone. Uh, like everyone else, it's just good to be here tonight. Uh, hmm. I'm looking for a very informative uh, night. I know that okay. uh, people have got a lot to say. So. There's still great. time.
0: You yeah. will not be disappointed by how informative this show is going to be. Tonight. Right,
3: I you'll, see. Wait. Yeah. you'll see. You'll I- see. I have to go back to switchy switch. Would you ever like carry us around your your place? You know, give us a tour, house tour. Even though we're on the um, radio,
1: the camera doesn't go that far. <laughs> okay, all right. And uh, I I need to need to clean it. I mean, it's a little. Uh, um no, Be real. Uh, out of you know, things are just a little bit out of place right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Looks okay in the background. I, there. I did like... do the
1: dishes though. That's you did amazing. okay. Good for you. You know what? Let's clap start. for him.
3: If you don't mind, where's his flyer? What are we doing?
7: Round of applause. I did the dishes today too. I mean, that, it's it's a pain.
3: Yes, it is. Oh, yes, no that's kidding. that's why we I, I I use nothing but paper plates and paper bowls and stuff. You know.
0: The whales. I don't care. I really... Oh
7: my <laughs> God, yeah.
5: You
4: are
7: burning in wow, hell. Wow, he's.
0: What was the time on that Al?
7: Have fun burning in hell for that.
0: It
1: was like a one eleven twenty. I use the paper, you know, the, the the plastic plate or whatever it is, the uh, throwaway ones, but it has yes. three little uh, sections in them. Yes, yes. And I put the the, the cats. I put when they get their special uh, wet food. I put a blob in each one, and yeah. I sit it down. And it's pretty cool. They all uh, eat in harmony right next oh, to each other.
5: Really? There. Yeah.
3: Just the if term you, wet food. Even you, Mac, would think it was adorable. Wet food. No, no, no. Not in a million years. Wet food. Just wet food makes me one of them. Just the term. Anyway. <laughs> oh, they
0: love it, man. Let's move on. So, so the plate is divided in three sections? Like yeah, that, it's like, like three sections. Yeah, you used to have dinner. them a lot as a kid. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Exactly.
3: Hmm? Club, did I introduce I you or and did I dream TV of it? Is they still around?
0: Oh, you did. Yeah, okay. I think so. Oh, man. No, I watched that in the Ed Sullivan show with the Beatles on it with my Swanson TV dinner. Yes, <laughs> there you go on a TV tray, one of those fold-up TV trays. Yep,
1: yep. You and you and 190 million other people. Did you <laughs> when get they were singing? I want right. to hold your hand. You're, you're eating grandmother's your, your carrots and your, uh... Did yeah, you have uh, peach first, cobbler? Was I peach the first cobbler? First time the, my grandmother's uh, house yeah.
0: was interested in Listen. Um, this thing called the Beatles, and st- uh, we we cruised on over there and watched them from my grandmother's house. The whole family.
1: You, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> same, same with us.
3: I'm starving now with all this. Talk about food. <laughs> well, think about cat foods. You, you won't be hungry. Oh, that's right. Want. Okay, whoop! That took care of that. There we go. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you tonight? Hi, my friends. Looking I'm doing very, good. very, Thank you very, for me. very 2023 with the with the bangs and the glasses and the <clears throat> head floating in the background. You know, black background. Very,
5: very.
7: You know, I'm wearing a very green cool. shirt too, but the way I have my my lighting, mm-hmm. I guess I have it up too far. So my my computer is blocking my lighting. Okay, So all you all right. can see is my floating head. But I was like, oh, I'm wearing like an actual color today and not just black, which is what I always wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I still look like a floating head, but that's okay. It, it's yeah, not-
0: actually I can I can see your shoulders and you know, it looks like a it looks like looks like a black t-shirt actually. That's what yeah, it's, that, like.
7: it's like this weird like um like teal green, but it's like a little dark. Oh, there you go. You uh, okay, wow. there you go. Hmm, yeah, it's yeah. like weird, but. It's a cozy shirt, and I was I was a little chilly today.
0: A what? Well, I'm wearing my Abbey Road Studios sweatshirt. uh Oh, he's taking
3: his clothes off. Sit down.
5: Well, oh, that's dope. Oh, there it is. Like okay, that. sorry.
3: I'm sorry. You, you see that? You see it? Yes. Yes, we can. Oh, yeah.
0: Speaking of Abbey Road Studios, that guy Rick Beat or whatever, his name, Rick Beato or Rick, Rick Beato, Rick Beato. He's got a video of going through uh, yes. a tour of Abbey Road. I watched. You know, it. The guy won't shut up.
3: He won't sh- see? That's the thing. Is that you know I, he gets all these really good interviews. Okay. Yeah. But you got to clean up your own act. He looks like some freaking bum off the street. You know you well, got to. He, yeah, he
0: looked okay, but he kept. He kept, he kept talking, talking and interrupting. the guy. And and the and the guy Hughes, yes. Explaining all the nuances. Like I'm
3: interrupting. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut up and let him talk. In in he's he's like that sometimes talking to the stars, but he does ask them pretty good questions.
0: Anyway. He, uh, he does. Clearly, he's he knows the business. He's in it, but yeah, right. I don't know.
3: He, he just has to get a little more, uh, you know, a little more polished. Speaking of polished, did I get to do- Doctor Bob oh, sh- out there in time? I'm here.
8: To-
3: How Hi, you Dr. doing, Doctor Bob, Bob? Bob? Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello
8: <laughs> everyone. Hello, Mac. Hello, Raven. Hello. <laughs>
3: okay, and Uncle Al Al, Al, Al Ronaldo, UFO mechanic is in the station. I have to ask Doctor Bob two questions. Every time we see him he's looking more and more like Roger Waters of uh Pink Floyd, doesn't he? <laughs> look
5: at him. Of who? Yeah, of, pink Floyd. Pink, uh, of, of oh, Roger Waters of is Pink Floyd. Still alive? <laughs>
3: yeah, just yeah, he is. You know oh, okay. he's not well liked in the uh, rock community. But yeah, okay. Uh anyway, is that the look you were going for or no. Maybe he's going for it's, y'all look. Like.
8: It was it's my look for today. Yes, okay. Wow, okay. I, I keep this the disguise going. Hmm. It's a good look. It's okay, you
3: know. Yeah. It's good. You went switchy with the hair pieces. Uh Anyway, so I've introduced everybody, right?
4: You yeah, did? I think okay. so. Okay.
3: Yep. All right, so I just want, real quick, I just want to throw this out, and I thought Bob, Dr. Blum might have a uh, thought on it. So back in, the, back in the 50s, and I'm thinking now, you know, um, how it's, it's almost three years now, or two and a half years, when you know the government finally came out, and the whole tic-tac thing, and we're now going to explore it, and we're going to have – you know uh press releases we're gonna tell everyone what's happening and none of that has happened none of it has happened mm-hmm. It's just been the usual blah blah you know from you know from d c and and it, and it's and it's like they took more time trying to figure out what to name the office and then to change its name three or four times than it did to actually looking into these things so it's just I think a lot of window dressing anyway. It reminded me of this this um, story uh, that's in uh, UFOs and one Time by Mac Maloney on sale everywhere. Uh, that in nineteen fifty two in Japan there was an Air Force base called Haneda Air Force Base. Now this is the Korean War was going on at the time, and a lot of our uh, military planes would fly from Japan and you know do missions over Korea and fly back to Japan. Anyway, this place was a huge air base, and in, in fact today it's uh, Tokyo International. So one night during a shift change on the tower. Um, mm-hmm. They see this 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 flying saucer, you know, coming right towards them, and because there's a shift change, there was you know twice the number of air traffic controls up there and twice the number of witnesses and so on. They see this thing; it looks mostly like a kid's top, brightly colored, sparks coming out of it. You know, it has the top and bottom to it, but what was interesting about it was, and then other radar stations in the area picked it up. But what was interesting about it was that it was flying over Tokyo Bay which is this enormous body of water. But it was flying when they were looking at it. It looked to them like it, w- it was flying away, coming closer, flying away, coming closer, flying away, coming closer, in back and forth. But what it was really doing was a search pattern, back and forth. You know, when they, they search for people at sea, they don't go well, they the helter-skelter. They do it in a grid. And that's what this UFO was doing, back and forth, back and forth, yeah, laterally and I don't know how to say it. Patchwork. It was making a patchwork, and then it disappeared. They, they, you know, they, they, you know, got interceptors there, and it disappeared when they showed up, and you know, finally just did disappear. But had a lot of witnesses because it happened during the Korean War. You know, it's 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 not really well known, but it was interesting because the guy who ran Project Blue Book, I forget his name all the time. Switchy, what's his Rupelt. name? Root Belt, uh, right?
1: uh, uh, I forget his name. Right. He's, yeah, he was a
3: captain or colonel or major, I think. And they didn't do much either. But, you know, the the book in that guy is that sometimes he tried and sometimes he didn't. Okay, you hear stories back and forth. He was the the first military guy in charge of this Project Blue Book, which was the government's first, you know, attempt to look into UFOs in the 50s. And it was just, once again, just a lot of just blah, blah, blah. But this one idea he had for this Haneda incident was when someone said to him, it looked like it was in a search patent. It came to him that, wow, for once, we have people saying that we're they're seeing UFOs fly in, a, in an intelligent manner. And the way that he put it was when you see a flock of geese flying over, they're in a V. You know what I mean? They're kind of flying in an intelligent manner because they're following the leader and True. et cetera, et cetera, right? But when you see a swarm of bees, they're just going everywhere. You know, they have a main target, but, you know, they're just, you know, going everywhere,
4: right? Like True. our bees. Yeah.
3: How are your bees, anyway? Okay. Oh.
4: Uh, They seem to be doing fine, but it's too cold to uh, go digging and looking.
3: Let us know. So anyway, so he thought, well, which is it for UFOs? Are they flying, you know, intelligently, quote, unquote, like geese? Or are even someone even, you know, something even smarter that would even be looking for something in a search pattern, Or are they like bees? So why not do a scientific study on, you know, eyewitness accounts, everything, to see exactly how they kind of operate? Um. And then you'd, you'd have, this is him talking in the 50s, he said, then we'd at least know if we're seeing some kind of, you know, weird atmospheric phenomena or something that is being controlled. He asked them for the money, depending pentagon the money, and they said no. Of course. Okay. But to me, that was like the first real scientific effort to go, hey, let's, let's at least look into these things. But the Pentagon wouldn't do it. They should do it now. They should do it now. Yeah. You know? Uh, but but just looking back on, you know, we knew it. We said it at the time. This is going to be just a bunch of, you know, military Pentagon B- PR bullshit, and that's what it is. That's what it's been. Anyway. Okay. So, Dr. Bob, okay. let me ask you yes. this. Well, well, what do you think? Well, what, do you, what are your thoughts?
8: Okay. let me I, I, I did some research on the whole geese thing, you mm-hmm. know, how they fly in Vs. And do you ever notice that one side of the V is longer than the other? Okay, yeah. You, know, you know why that is? Why? Uh, more geese. More,
3: ge- more, more geese, okay.
8: So, no, I, I just That was my research. But, no, you, what you're saying is exactly one of the things I was going to talk about tonight mm-hmm. was that uh, the government has uh, come up with and currently is coming up with programs um, like right now like for example, have you ever heard of the uh, just recently on? It was the April nineteenth. The there was a hearing uh, okay. of the Senate Armed Services Subcommittee uh, okay, on yeah. Emerging Threats and Capabilities. I never even knew that existed.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. See, it's it's. So
8: there, there was there was a hearing on that, and they have a, 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 a the Department of Defense has something called the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or Arrow. <laughs> They call it, it, it. Arrow. <laughs> now things, I don't know. It took any, months. I, that was the first time I had actually heard of that. He, Never that heard of it organization, and it's it was put together about nine months ago. Mm. And I've been look, I've been trying to follow these organizations, uh, and actually even trying to join them because they're 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 supposedly putting uh, members of the the public. As well as members of the armed forces and the government and uh-huh. academia together.
4: Right,
3: but none of that's going on. None of that is going on. Come on.
8: Well, I, I don't think it is either. I think there's it's a front. Yep. And and you know uh, from the experiences I've had with some of these things, uh, it, it, it's the whole UFO, a whole unidentified aerial phenomenon phenomena. Yep. Or no, the whole. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena phenomenon right, is right. really complex. Y- right. It, yes. it doesn't deal with just the objects or the events that people are encountering. Oh, okay. It also involves the eyewitnesses and where their brain is coming from. Mm-hmm.
3: Y- yes, Th- right.
8: And that's what some of the research, there's a Dr. Gary Nolan... Who's out of um, um, Stanford University? He's, he's a medical doctor, but he also does uh, research in this area. Okay. And his recent findings now seem to—they're they're constantly working on this, and it's kind of under the covers. You know? Okay. But he, sure. he's a—he's a medical doctor. I don't think he belongs to the uh, any armed services or anything like that. Okay. But what their findings are that some of these people, and people are experiencing real, genuine UAPs. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And they're reliable witnesses. Yes. And now what they're starting to find out through the research they're doing recently, as these people's brains that are, there are some people that are better perceivers than other people.
3: Okay, yeah, int- yes, yes, yes.
5: Uh, and I found that when I was right.
8: doing uh, research at Penn State back in the 1970s, that's what the team I was working on with was finding out about sound and music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Some people, you know, uh, commonly they think we have, you know, five senses. Actually, some experts say there's as many as 33 senses we have mm-hmm. that we haven't developed.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. So, so, so what you're saying is what we say all the time, or at least I do on the show, is that why has it never happened to me? It happens to, it, it seems to happen to such random people. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 well, never going to happen to me because this is what you know. I'm involved in a UFO show. You know what I mean? But but well,
8: you know, it might happen to L. You know,
3: yeah, you know I mean, what I mean.
8: That, that's a good, very good point, and I, I think the same way. And I was that's what I, one of the stuff. You know, I I'm always trying to do research of, about this area, and it leads to other things. But uh, I was doing some research about how many people actually do see uaps genuine uaps in the united states okay and it's only about one in 2000
3: that's still a lot though but go ahead yep yep
8: and what bothers me i start thinking okay now in my lifetime and i'm 74 i've seen six already
3: Mm, see yeah and i've seen zero
8: and and a part of it i i think is now and some people, what they were thinking—people that had a close encounters—and uh-huh. they were examining their brains. Okay. Uh, those people, they first of all, they thought there was some kind of uh, damage done to their brains because they were so close, and they were calling it something like uh, the Havana syndrome, yes, yes, yeah, leaving yeah. scar tissue in the brain, yes, and that was causing them to see these things. Yeah. Oh, man. Now the most recent. Flip on that is that these people's have parts of their brains that are actually enriched, they're fortified, they're built up compared to other people.
3: Is the Pentagon calling us? uh, Okay, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so so it's the encounter itself. It's the encounter itself that changes the person who.
8: Yes, yes. That's what I've been saying, like you know, for years. Mm, You know, like when I was like nine years old, and I got knocked over by a ball lightning. I think that might have. Affected something in me. In fact, uh, in August, I'm, I, I've i made some appointments to have, there here in the Chicago area, there is a center at the hospital that's f- for memory center, Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be enrolling with them to, to see if they ca- I can get involved in a study where they can see if there's anything inside my brain oh, that's oh. different.
3: <laughs> okay, all right. Rolling Thunder, we used to drink that, too. That would knock, our, knock us on our ass, too. That's the Oh come on! Yeah. Is this on?
5: Come on! <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
3: okay. So, yeah, so mean,
8: you're you're exactly thinking at least how I'm thinking. I think is on the right uh, wavelength because it's not just the object. Yeah, it's, it's the, the individual person. that's witnessing. The yeah, object.
3: that's weird. I'm just going to very quickly go around the room. So, have you ever seen one club? Have you ever seen a UFO? Something that's like really wildly? Definitely. No, only on TV. Yeah, meet the Raven. The have movie. you ever seen one? Just a real. UFO.
7: That, you know, like, the, the only thing I can remember seeing is when we lived out in the country, I saw lights. Lights in the sky. But I, yeah. I don't know if it, like, I have no idea what it was. Right. It was just lights that were in the sky, and we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so yeah. there was no city, there was nothing. Yeah. So it, it's, and I was also super, super little, so I hmm. don't know if it was a plane, and my mind was playing tricks on me. But that's, like, the closest I ever got to yeah. thinking that I saw something. Wanting? And I've never really, like, you know... I just, I don't know what to do with that information.
3: Yeah, yeah. mean, Juan, have you? Have you ever? I've never even asked you, have I?
0: No, <laughs> never seen a UFO. But what drives me nuts is how come when people do see UFOs, they don't seem to have handy a nice uh, A nice
3: clear video, lens, video camera. Yes. A nice. Uh, I have an answer for that. <laughs> I have an answer for that. But let me, it's switchy. Have you ever seen one? Right up close, like well, a real. I,
1: I, I've seen, well, I've seen a couple of uh, things I couldn't explain in night vision goggles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you look up at, at night, uh, things like birds look like pinpoints of light, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you can see stars and, and, and uh, satellites you can't see with the naked eye. Yeah. Well, but the first time, the first night I took these out and I'm looking up and all of a sudden I see this V going across the sky. Yes, huh, and funny. And it wasn't, uh, it was a perfect V mm-hmm. If it, if they were birds they were extremely disciplined. Right. yeah. It wasn't closed in the back and I I was uh it was getting close to the full moon and they they told me not to aim at any, you know any kind of bright light source. So I only had a few moments to look at this so I couldn't couldn't determine if it was blocking out stars in the back. So it, it, it too bad I just couldn't monitor it very long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it it might have been something it might not. One other thing, one time I was uh in a in a lounge chair in the backyard with the night vision goggles. Okay. It used to be where I where I used to live, there was uh I used to be able to do that in the backyard, okay. and I looked up and I saw this kind of light moving, and I thought, "Boy, that's moving awfully slowly for a satellite." And the moment I thought that, it winked out. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not it didn't go behind yeah. a cloud. It's like it, it dimmed. Mm. It was really weird. And I kept watching it to see if maybe it did go behind a cloud or or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Now that that's that's as close as I've come because I've never really seen anything spectacular.
4: Yeah, right, right. Have you? How about Al? UFO mechanic I've seen weirdness you know excuse <clears> me <throat> in the sky but I, nothing close enough that I could say yeah. definitely, but I would look at it and say I have no idea what that was all about, but it was far enough away you you can't justify it so. right yeah yeah
3: I mean I, I mean I can see there there's there's got to be some kind of validity to the fact that it's not just yeah the the, the sighting is the person who does the sighting. And there's something yeah, an
1: action, something about that mac real quick um, yeah go ahead you know you have uh, situations uh bizarre cases in brazil where people get zapped by these things mm-hmm. and they, they get sick and some of them even die and then you have other situations where people have close encounters where they experience healings, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. like yeah. an angelic presence. Yes. So that's definitely affecting the individual. But you got to have this uh, sometimes very positive effect and sometimes very negative. Right. And it's just just bizarre.
3: Well, mostly down in Brazil, though, right? Because everywhere else, m- mostly, yeah, they're a ben- benign factor. Certainly during uh, World War II, which is uh, uh, documented in UFOs and wartime on sale everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know
8: this. Two- uh, encounters that it would be considered close encounters.
3: Okay, go ahead, please. Talk about. Bob.
8: And then the, both of those uh, I remember vividly and in both cases I started hyperventilating. Uh, and you, at least as far as my experience goes, because I've had six of them now and I can kind of sit back and enjoy them. Uh, there's a, a re- you know when you're seeing something out of the ordinary. Your body evaluates it. And that's why it's so important, like in the nineteen around 1997, when they started taking music education and education in the arts out of the schools, those Mm -hmm. courses get you to be able or teach you how to go about telling nuances between like two pieces of music or two pieces of art. Once they start removing, educating people about those kind of things. Yes. They're not going to be able to do that with their minds.
3: Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow.
8: And uh, that's why, you know, one of the things I put together was like an educational program for UAPs uh, that's based on a program that was uh, done uh, with the Getty's Foundation. Uh-huh. But uh, really, I it's like from the like the third one that I had, I, I it, it was in uh, in Indiana. I think it was 2014. It was an orb. Now, it wasn't a, technically a close encounter of the first kind. I'd say it was it was far away, but further than 500 feet away yes and it was just a a, a glowing orange orb wasn't making any kind of sound i could see it clearly it passed right over my head Mm -hmm. and i just took it in let me ask you something though
3: let me ask something. Uh, weren't you like parking with your neighbor or something when this happened wasn't there some kind of romantic
8: driving with her and
3: but you pulled over in the rest area right and listened to foreigner or something uh, the, uh, no, did I dream we,
8: of Well, this. <laughs> I was driving back from auditioning a band because I was the oh. uh, performing arts chairperson for a arts Festival in Pennsylvania. okay. And this happened in, in Cambria County in an area that was well known for uh, UFO and back then and other sightings. Mm-hmm. And actually, we were driving home, and I was driving a, a a car at that time. It was a it was a Volkswagen Scirocco and it had a little moon roof on the top. Was, okay. And we were listening to music, and I'm gonna make a long story short, but we were just driving down the road, and I was trying to impress her what I knew about music, and all of a sudden I noticed this thing moving behind the guardrail <laughs> on the other on the side of the road, and all of a sudden it it, it just started rising up from behind the guardrail. Okay, and then it's and it was it, first of all it looked look like it was it was solid black. And then it turned into like a a, a blackish uh, kind of an urban camouflage color. Okay. And then as it got higher up towards the, the underneath the limbs of the trees, it turned grayish color. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at it, and I thought it was a big owl or something at first, okay, a big bird. But I realized it wasn't flapping its wings. Okay. Yes. That's a <laughs> and, uh, and then I noticed it started heading right towards, up uh, towards towards the road where I was driving on. Mm-hmm. And I'm staring at it, you know. Yes. And it it dive, it, and it got to a point when it turned and it, it was about, I'd say the wingspan was about 15 feet long mm-hmm. and wow. its body was about five feet long. And it was, uh, by that time, uh, when I put my high beams on it, it started glowing a fluorescent green.
4: Mm. Like Raven shirt.
8: Dive bombed. It looked like a watch style on a, on your watch, you know, glowing oh, yeah, watch yeah. style. And then a dive bombed the car. And both of us started hyperventilating, oh. you know, at the same time, go ahead. and we had to pull off the road. And there I we recorded go. that one. <laughs> <Okay>. Was it, <laughs> was it hey. the car that hit? There's the punchline? No, it was about six inches above the car. I'd say. Yeah. So, so what was it, was it? a Drone? Kind of an animal, or was it definitely some yeah. kind of a structure? I it. At first, I thought it was you know an owl or something, but then I realized it didn't have any feathers and it was translucent. Mm-hmm. And then it, it looked. By the time it got to the car, it looked like a manta ray flying over. Wow. They, they, those kind of
1: things have been reported before as well. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah. Uh, af- after that, that same object was reported in a d- different part of Pennsylvania, but in that area. And mm-hmm. then, uh, ten years later, the same exact object that was the grayish color and not the fluorescent green color mm-hmm. was uh, reported in West Virginia, and that all happened along the uh, uh, well, what's that? There's a very uh, oh, like I88 area or something in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh- I know how you I, know I, think, Ridge, I think the whole state Chestnut is- Ridge or something like that well, that, that,
1: that would be uh, Pennsylvania right yeah yeah, right. yeah the, whole the whole state, state. <laughs> yeah exactly.
8: yeah, and Pennsylvania and it was the same exact thing was spotted uh, and it did the same thing to two other people in West Virginia mm-hmm. in okay. uh, 2004 I think it was so
3: Dr. Bob let me ask this so uh, the end of the story there is you're both hi- hyperventilating you pulled over to 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 stop and kind of get to your roll another one, get your, roll another one as well. <laughs> no, Once so, listen, this is, but, but 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 um, where does uh, where does foreigner come in? Were you listening to foreigner? You're trying to impress her by your know, knowledge was, of foreigner? Uh, we listening
8: to uh, did was the song Take the Long Way Home by uh, oh uh, 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 uh,
3: uh Super, Tramp, Super, Tramp, Super Tramp, uh, Super, uh, Tramp. Super, Super Tramp, Super Tramp, Super Tramp, okay, okay, all right, I got it. There's a sax in there, so you explain the sax.
8: But yeah, it was the weirdest experience I've ever had. Yeah, wow. Huh. In, in my life. Okay. And then I, I, uh, I called. I reported it to a, a UFO clearinghouse in Pennsylvania, and they said they have a, a test done because I might have had excess uh, radiation in my system. <laughs> and really? So I really? Called the hospital and, <laughs> and had that done.
0: Wow. And okay. They
8: didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't find any excess radiation. They told they found
0: excess other things.
8: <laughs> yeah, 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 just normal well, radiation. Then, then, yeah. yeah, right. So, yeah. So, so, so they really they told
0: you to go get a radiation
3: test.
4: Jeez.
8: Well, they, they said you better get the. the uh, this was at the. Uh, it was like a uh, a, a nine hundred number that you called to report yep. UFO sightings yep. back then in Pennsylvania, and uh, the person uh, I called and left a message. Then they called me back that same night, like about one or two o'clock in the morning. And they said, said, we've been investigating some other cases in this area where the people have had uh, excessive radiation poison. They said, it's a good idea if you go to your doctor and have that done. (laughs) And uh, so I did make a doctor's appointment and I had that done. And that test was probably scarier than the. What do they do, put
3: you in an x-ray, see if anything shows up?
8: Uh no they well I've had a couple of these done in my lifetime before but not oh. for UFOs either okay but uh what they did was they uh they took blood samples at the hospital yep and then they a nurse came out with a like a, a hypodermic needle that looks like it held about a quart of like oh. this brownish colored liquid nice and they stuck it into my leg y- yes and I'm sitting out in the hall and they they drained the whole hypodermic needle into my leg uh-huh. and then they laid me down on this cart and put me into this room yes and i was strapped down to this gurney
3: there weren't was, gray aliens there were there
8: yeah and this this camera came lifted came Uh-oh. down from the ceiling and it flew all around me whizzed all around me and the nurse said you know before i they did that test she said whatever you do don't sit up
4: <laughs> okay yes
8: it, okay it's it like zapped all around always me. good advice I was like, yeah oh okay wow
3: wow but you were uh, radiation free
8: yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Yes. Now, and she didn't, uh, she didn't want to, take. she didn't want to go. And she said she'll find out, she'd find out how my test went. Because okay. she, she was, uh, Separated from her husband oh, at that point, point. and she didn't want. You know, I'd have to go knock on her door and say, "I, I think your 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 wife might have radiation poisoning." <laughs> She's been radiated, yeah. Huh? <laughs> I thought well, that you know, would with this stuff to explain, this thing glowing
1: and, and changing yeah, colors yes. and everything, you know, you, hey. it's well, something oh. that you might uh, consider was a, a legitimate uh, uh, fear.
3: Well, listen, now Raven did a story uh a while ago about the Radium Girls down in New York. They were the people who first put the radium on the watches, oh, yeah. you know, oh, they for, painted, they painted, and yeah, they, for licked, pilots. Yeah. they licked the, the brush to and get they, a point. They, they glowed for a while. Yeah. And they were, then guys would go try to pick them up because they were glowing, but they were all dead. You know, <laughs> buddy, the <Atlanta>. well, well, <laughs>
7: Yeah, <laughs> they're very dead at
8: this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a dermatologist in Pittsburgh yes. when I was, I was living in Pittsburgh and, uh, I had like a, Oh, a problem. I forget what it was called. It was some kind of infection on my face. Go ahead. But, uh, then this doctor was treating me uh he was treating me with radiation mm. uh, treatments but then they found out that there were other patients that he had that he was planting uh, uranium in their necks to
5: Mm-mm. see
8: if he could relieve it now i never had that done wow huh but uh you know but, and so i uh, i was lucky i haven't had any kind of yeah, yeah. you know radiation poisoning or anything what like it that. Hit, what think, happened i've been i think yeah yeah ben- that's yeah, that's yeah, the same yeah. Thing. yeah.
3: Yep. Wow. Well, there was a walk down a road we didn't expect, so why don't we do this? Why don't we yeah. take a very, very quick break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to back Mill Tracks, show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned.
4: My dad, he's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. I was sure our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything.
7: Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to Money's Bill Tracks, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac and Ronnie. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, girls, 1-1 is here.
0: Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Excellent show so far. Interesting. Thank you.
3: Thank you. I'm glad you approve. Are you going to the Coronation? Yes or no? It's this uh, no, sad. Screw that. Yes, yeah, I'll,
0: I'll eat a lot of Coronation-based sweets. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, right. And hang some... Uh, UK flag uh, bunting around the windows.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Sounds. Uh, yeah. Sounds like yeah. fun. Uh, real quick. Now, does she become the queen? That 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 yeah. woman. Yeah. She's the she's queen. Become
0: the queen, Camilla.
3: Wow, man. She yeah, really made away. her way to Queen's the top. Consor, didn't she? She's the
0: queen consort now. But oh, yeah. I thought, okay, you know, she's just going to be, you know, whatever.
3: Well, that's the um, end of that string. I mean, you know, Princess Diana you know, was you, like the best looking woman the they had in there for centuries. And now no that, that strings out an end. Anyway, we love our businesses. So, so you're not going. Okay, good to know. As no. Someone who's probably going on, to be there. I'll watch it on the telly. Well, you might spot him in the crowd is uh, is uh, Coco. He's not here tonight. He's flying around somewhere. He's been in touch. He left me some peanut butter whiskey about a week and a half ago as a care package. So, so in, in a Top Gun hat, Top Gun Maverick hat. That's his way of saying he lost. The big battle, right? Isn't that his way of saying it? Just trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so uh, anyway, yeah. Um, uh, who else is he? Oh Oh, uh, Club, our uh, security chief. Is here. Oh, well, look, Club has a, he also has a Maverick hat on. Look at, it. he looks like, doesn't he look like uh, the admiral of the ship now? Doesn't he look you just go. very, yes. You know, just famous. so
6: you know, Mac, uh, he sent us all. Did he really? Wow. Yep, to commemorate the uh, really? occasion.
3: Wow. Huh. Okay. All right. Was mine better than everyone else's, or something? Or did you get one now?
7: I think you have. A red I'm, I'm claiming
3: the, f- the fifth on oh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. What does yours look like? It Has like a lot of gold on it. Gold, uh, what color is it? It's uh, black. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, you a got lot of scrambled gold. eggs in your. Yeah, name? a lot of
3: scrambled eggs. Right. Yeah. Maybe they ask scrambled oh. eggs. There he is. Coco's calling <laughs> right now. It is him. So anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Coco is not here. Uh, Switchblade Steve Ward is here, Switch.
8: Great to be here, Mac. Okay, all
3: right. It, we didn't ask you what you had for breakfast. Real quick, let me introduce uh, one one we said you're here. Uh, Dr. Bob is here, Dr. Bob, out in Chicago. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, Al Ronaldo is here. Glad to be here, Mac. Uh, UFO mechanic and also Raven is here. All right, everyone. Hi, like, my
7: friends. Everyone
3: accountable? <laughs> okay, you. real quick, and we're going to throw it over to Raven, uh, but re- what do you have for our breakfast today, Switchy?
1: Uh, this be- morning I had a heaping bowl of sugar frosted flakes. Yes. Okay. Where is it? Super. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ask me what I had for
3: lunch. So hang on. With two percent milk. Yep. Coffee. Uh, no, I didn't have any coffee. Didn't, wow. Didn't. Really? Yeah. Did you what? Put, did you put sugar on that? Coffee. Oh. You know, coffee and cereal. I had some tonight. You know. Oh, okay. What you have for for lunch? Now you have us on. Uh, Okay, well, I went uh, 10
1: miles east to the uh, Country Corner Cafe okay, in East yes. West Virginia. Go ahead. I had this special for lunch, oh. which was uh, hamburger steak oh. with mashed potatoes and gravy, oh, yes. uh, mm. corn, and a roll. <laughs> oh, yeah,
5: okay,
1: mm. yeah, yeah.
3: That just Super tastes great. good. It just sounds so good, you know? Just, wow, I love that kind of thing. Where'd food you, food. you put it on
0: the lunch. hamburger steak?
1: You What's said? that?
0: Where'd you put on the hamburger steak?
1: Well, Sorry. it was. It came with uh, like like gravy and like uh, onions and stuff. Whatever it was, it was okay. pretty good.
3: Really good. Okay. Really good. Yeah, Salisbury steak, they used to call that way back when. But uh, yeah, I love that. And, I was, and in
0: other schools, you might have been in, they called it mystery meat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mostly mystery meat. <laughs>
3: Uh, but anyway, I so
0: I used to like Salisbury steak. It's okay, I'll eat that's why, that's why I was really fond of uh, working in Salisbury for most of my life. Well, wait a minute, <laughs>
3: you, you don't want to, you don't want to get any Salisbury steak that is actually made in Salisbury. Yeah, they are now. The <laughs> mayor is calling. I don't. No, no. All right. Wow. Uh, anyway, so uh, I know Raven has a report. We're going to put her bumper in right here.
4: And now it's time for Raven.
3: And uh, Raven, please take it away. This is a disappearance, right? Never been solved. Uh, I won't. uh, won't, Yeah, this is
7: the the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. Uh, There's a lot to unpack. So everybody better pay attention. Um, I'm taking
3: notes. Better. That means you, (laughs) Al. All
7: right. So uh, Brandon Swanson uh, was born January 30th, 1989. Also an Aquarius, just like Mac, uh, in Marshall, Minnesota. Um, At the time of his disappearance, 19-year-old Brandon was enrolled in a wind turbine program at Minnesota West Community and Technical College. Um, On May 13, 2008, classes at the college wrapped for spring break, and Brandon stayed in Canby uh, for the rest of the evening. On the night of his disappearance, Brandon attended two different parties. Uh, Eyewitnesses Mm -hmm. reported Brandon did have a few drinks, but he didn't have enough to be intoxicated. Um, And shortly after midnight on May 14th, Brandon decided to head home to Marshall. For reference, um, Canby and Marshall are about a 30 to 45 minute drive from each other. And the road is relatively straight. There's no major curves or turns And this drive was familiar to Brandon. Um, So not only was he born and raised in Marshall, but he was attending school uh, in Canby. So he made this drive almost every day to attend his classes. The only difference on this particular night was that Brandon uh, decided to take the back roads from Canby to Marshall instead of State Highway 68. Um, But it was still a drive he had taken multiple times already. Wasn't really out of the ordinary. Um, so let's review for a moment. Uh, Brandon's friends state, he left the party at approximately 12 AM. So for argument's sake, let's call that 12:10. It takes 30 to 45 minutes to drive from Canby to Marshall. And since Brandon had been drinking, even though it wasn't a lot, he had been drinking, uh, he was taking the back roads, which we know to be true and was probably driving on the slower side. So if we are to go by that generalization Brandon should have made it home by, honestly, at the latest, like 1 a.m. However, just before 2 a.m., Annette and Brian Swanson, Brandon's parents, received a call. It was Brandon, and he had accidentally driven his car off the road and into a ditch and needed to be picked up as the car was completely stuck. Uh, Brandon reassured his parents that he wasn't hurt. He just couldn't get home. So like any parent would... Annette and Brian left to pick up their son. They drove to where they thought he was, um, keeping him on the phone, despite the occasional hangups and uh, drops. um, He did stay on the phone most of the time. Um, Brandon stayed with his car and attempted to signal them by flashing his lights, as well as his parents were also trying to flash their lights towards him. Uh, But neither Brandon nor his parents could see the other. Um, it, It just... That that was it. Um, So Brandon became frustrated and he told his parents he was going to leave the car and walk towards the lights he was able to see. Um, And according to Annette and Brian, Brandon believed he was close to Lind, Minnesota, which was roughly seven miles southwest of Marshall. That's where he thought he was walking to. Um, he asked his parents to meet him in the parking lot of a local bar, um, as that was the direction, like I said, he thought he was going. And that was a place that was familiar to all of them, so they could just rendezvous there, go home. So 47 minutes into the call between Brandon and his parents, this is a little after 2.30 a.m., Brendan suddenly interrupts himself on the phone uh, with a startling, oh, shit, Brandon was silent for the remainder of the call until his parents eventually hung up the phone because he was not responding at this point. Multiple attempts were made to call him back, but they went unanswered, and Brandon has not been seen or heard from since. So at 6.30 that morning, Brandon's parents attempted to report him missing. The department refused to take their report, stating it wasn't unusual for a young man to stay out at night after a party and to, quote, It's his right to be missing, end quote. Um, It wasn't until they were able to ping Brandon's phone that the police actually started taking things seriously. So Brandon thought he was close to Lynde, but his phone records put him in Porter, which was 25 miles north of where he thought he was. Mm -hmm. So this led investigators to Brandon's car, which was found in a gravel ditch uh, by the side of the road um, in Taunton. Uh, There were no signs of foul play and none of Brandon's personal belongings were left in the car. Um, Sadly, after 14 years, it's still unclear what happened to Brandon. There are many theories claiming that he could have possibly fell and drowned in the Yellow Medicine River, which is very possible. Um, But his body has never been found and there's nothing to indicate that he's still in the river somehow. People also speculate that he intentionally disappeared or had a nervous breakdown, which seems unlikely to his family and friends, as he showed no signs of wanting to, in, in the best way possible, to quote-unquote end things, and um, was completely coherent while on the phone with his parents. Uh, at this time, while no signs of foul play were found, it has not been ruled out. Um, investigators on the case keep in mind that someone could have been there in the shadows that night. So this case, like all missing persons cases, blows my mind to pieces uh, because the victims seemingly vanished into absolute thin air. Mm. Uh, it makes me wonder if the theory of of time rifts and alternate realities could be a real possibility, mm. um, especially in cases like Brandon, where to this day, no physical evidence has been uncovered except for his car. That's mm. it. Wow. So mm-hmm. what That's complicates creepy. this further is that landowners in the surrounding area are refusing to cooperate with local law enforcement, they will not consent to proper searches being done on their property. Why? So this is uh, – th- they're dicks. I don't know. Dicks, I mean, that's – honestly. Yes. I mean, why would I you mean, be like
3: that? I mean, you know.
7: This is this has caused just uh, – this has been stagnant. Right, This yeah. is from 2008. Um. So to this day – Man, that sucks. Uh, this, is, this is really sad. Yeah, if it happened to one of their um,
3: families, they'd be the first one to be bitching about, you know – you know, why won't someone else let us you know search in their land anyway, go ahead, please
7: yeah no it, it's it's crazy. um this is really sad. I'm sorry, I'm bringing the party way down um but to this day, Annette and Brian still leave their front porch light on for Brandon. um mm. they also successfully lobbied for Brandon's law, which makes uh which requires law enforcement to immediately begin a preliminary investigation mm-hmm. when an adult goes missing under dangerous or or just strange circumstances yes. regardless of age. Um, yes. Brandon would be 34 years old today. He's approximately five, six Caucasian brown hair, roughly 120 to 130 pounds. Um, he did disappear with his glasses as well, which kind of makes things even stranger mm-hmm. like that. Those weren't even found. Right, but yeah. Yep. if you have any information regarding this case, they are asking that you contact your local FBI um, and that is the just incredibly unusual disappearance of Brandon Swanson,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you look, dis yeah, you know, people disappearing, um, in my mind, uh, like it's it's among the creepiest things out there, especially if they just disappear. And so many people over the years have just vanished. There's a famous, uh, and,
7: and it's like, I mean, he, he would have had car keys,
3: yeah, yeah, there's glasses, they would have found his glasses yeah, somewhere, you even know? if
7: he fell in the river. You know, Where are his car keys?
3: There was some. There Where, was some where's
7: his wallet? Anything? There's, there's some nothing. story.
3: Uh, some story back in. Sorry, some story back in. Um, you know, back in the seventeen hundreds. there was some prince or some you know high up guy in France. Uh, he was like a diplomat, so he arrives for one of these you know parties that they would have there, these big formal dinners, and a and a, and a coach and a coach. So, yeah. the coachman comes up and he lets his wife out of one side. And he goes around to the other side, and the guy isn't there. Okay, the guy let himself out, and he's he's not there. So they think, well, he he's under the car. He fell down the thing. He looked everywhere, never found them. Never found them. And the time it took the yeah. coachman to walk around to open the door, the guy was gone.
7: But yeah, which is like, like let's be real. What at, at the most like fifteen seconds, if
4: that. Yeah, Yep.
7: And well, it, if that, right? And it's uh-oh. it's crazy because like, especially when you when you really look into the details of this case. I mean, if he if he I think I said for argument's sake, like he would have been home by like 1 a.m. at the latest, so <laughs> yes, he yes. would have left the party at 1210. They didn't get a call until close to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. So w- there's this missing time mm-hmm. where it's like what we'll, we'll never, ever know. Yeah. We'll never know unless something is found. And I don't want to diminish like, you know, that the family lost their son, which is absolutely terrible. So I'm not trying to diminish that. But mm-hmm. it is just. Like you said, missing ca- missing persons cases are th- just some of the creepiest yeah. things that you can think of. And th- these are the these are the cases that keep me up at night because I'm mm. like, where are they?
1: Yes, right. Where this um, uh, David Politis, who's done the missing 411. Yeah, books, the 411. Books. Bizarre yeah. yep. case after another. Some of them are are really bizarre. They turn around and the kid is gone.
3: Yeah, yeah, yep. uh, so, yeah. And
1: sometimes children disappear. They find them 15 miles away, sometimes alive, and there's no way. How could they get across rivers and terrain? On a mountain. Uh, Sometimes adults uh, are, are missing, and then they show up. And then they try, they can't explain what happened to them. They're in kind of a stupor. Sometimes they find the body where they've been searching for for, for days or for weeks, right Right. back where they've been the path. I mean, there's one where they've already looked for
3: it. But but these are in national forests now. Why why there? Not just national forests. No, yeah. This one
7: wasn't in a national forest. This was in a stretch Uh, of highway that was literally i mean you you couldn't draw a straighter line with a ruler that's mm-hmm. that's how straight this stretch of highway was like and anyone who's listening if if you need a visual if you just google Brandon Swanson it a map will pull up and you will see exactly what i'm talking about mm-hmm. it is I did shocking. I see the map it yeah, the is shocking yeah. where did he go yeah it's yeah. so crazy
3: yeah wow huh huh that's a great yeah, report. Yeah, this
7: this wasn't a national forest or anything. This was literally just your regular, degular. And when did it even happen? On the highway, how long, Whatever.
3: How long ago did it happen?
7: This is two thousand eight, so okay. it's been he See, yeah, they, yeah they, fourteen years. He's yeah. he would be a year older than me.
3: They 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 always find bones. You know what I mean? I mean I know it sounds crazy, you know, but they they <laughs> always uncover these things. Or most of them are uncovered they by hunters it? or people that they just have. wouldn't be in the woods, but they are, and are a dog or. Something yeah. you know, and um, and they, they have. It.
7: It. And I think you know, and who knows? I mean, maybe in a perfect world, if if all of these landowners were actually cooperating and were allowing law enforcement to search their property, mm-hmm. maybe we would get answers. But we're we're just like in this like standoff right now. What's the point? And I, mean, I mean, fourteen years you haven't found anything. What
3: That's state crazy. is this again? Remind us of the state.
7: Sorry. Oh, Minnesota.
3: Minnesota. Okay. All right. You know.
7: Minnesota.
3: Yeah. Yeah, shitty baseball team. That's
7: all wow.
0: Anyway,
3: so this is a very
0: like cold it? case right now. They're still looking for it's co- him. But... Yeah,
3: it's cold as hell. Yeah. Right.
5: right. I,
7: I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, he's like presumed dead, but yeah, it's but cases like this happen all the time, and mm-hmm. they don't find anything, mm-hmm. and it's it's just insane. Like, you're not even gonna find like skeleton like so so where did they go watch and one uh, other
1: thing raven uh, david politis has what he calls his cluster map it takes something if you, you look at it there are several that are kind of in a general area and he has i forget what his criteria is mm-hmm. but it's uh, a certain number of disappearances uh, present a cluster and yeah. so and but there is, it's kind of funny because uh there are parts of the u.s where virtually no disappearances occur yeah wow that's you wild know, and, 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 that's and it doesn't necessarily matter whether it's a rural or a city and he even even wrote a uh, one of his books. It's called A Sobering Coincidence. He talks about college students in bars and so forth, and how they've, uh, you know, they uh, one of them they uh, couldn't, couldn't even drunk. find that he left the bar on the cameras. I know wow, exactly that's wild. the
7: case you're talking oh, about, and oh, I can't yeah. think of the the gentleman's name.
1: This but been, he but... is
7: on security footage walking into the bar. Yep. And then that's it. That's it never it. comes out. Oh, There's no creepy, back right? entrance. Nothing. And, and it is these the people creepiest are found thing.
1: A lot of people are found in the water, whether it's mm. a river or, yes. or out in the wilderness or whatever. Some people are found. They've been gone a month. They find them. They've been in the water for a few days. Where the hell Where were, were they, they for those weeks? Yeah, that's exactly. um, that, 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 it's just, it's just one creepy thing. And in some of them, there are actual overtones of some kind of UFO activity as of well. Course, yes.
7: that's that, And that's like what this kind of like alludes to was like, well, so first of all, there's there's missing time on the night that it happened. Now there's 14 years of missing time. Uh So, and again, like I'm not, I'm not trying to like, you know, diminish anything as far as like the family is concerned, but I, it it is, it's so insane. Mm. It's you, you, it's so hard to wrap your brain around it because like, I mean, we're talking about this now and I like, I did all the research for this. Mm -hmm. This is going to keep me up until four in the morning. Yeah, this is yeah right.
3: It's a little, I mean, just the fact that the, that he just disappeared. You know, it, it's almost better if they found them run over by a trailer truck or something. Uh, you know, track the trailer or something. I mean, but
7: as, I, honestly, as sad as that is, literally, it's Literally, no closure, Because yeah. at least you, there's that finality about it, and it's terrible, but, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, his parents are still leaving the light on for him. Oh, that man, oh, man. so sad. Oh, yeah, well, you yeah, know, yeah. I
1: can only read so much of, of David There There's one case after another. <laughs> yeah. And he's got maybe six or seven books out now, including Hunters. The one, you know, there's a fascinating uh, account with the Hunters where the, uh, Ah, uh, Jan Maccabee saw some kind of a uh, like like a predator kind of effect in the trees. Okay. everything got really quiet. Oh, She's in a deer crazy. blind.
5: Yeah.
1: and uh, it, and uh, she took a photograph, yes. And when her husband Bruce Maccabee, uh, uh, examined it, and it's got that blur. and off to the side, you see these long black hairs. Mm. At the same time, it turned out her nephew, was in band practice about a mile away at the high school,'re they seeing this giant orb of light. Oh. So uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's
7: just just really amazing. Okay. Yeah, and, and I mean, and that's it. That's like there's there's no like happy ending to this, unfortunately. Yes. I know you guys are used to me like. But I'll tell
3: you, like, why don't we give her a round of applause anyway? Okay.
7: <laughs> Thank
3: if, you. <laughs> just for the glasses and the teal shirt. I didn't know teal was green. Is that right? Yes. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, it's like
7: green blue. I don't know. So on
3: that note, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, take a commercial break now, and uh, regroup, calm down, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Macaloney's Military exile Show here. On the Distant
2: Thunder Radio Network, the whole gang is here. Please stay tuned. Hawk Hunter, the Wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best selling Wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super-terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS-USA. Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nukes' secret locations before time runs out. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons, by Mac Maloney, on sale now on Amazon. And hey, Wingman fans, listen to Mac's show to find out how you can win an autographed copy of Wingman 22, War of Dragons.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Tracks our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we've had tonight, both on air and off air, as it turns out, The topics have ranged from...
4: Oh, All think, over the Things place. we can't say <laughs> to
0: homemade fish and chips. Other ending. things we can't say. That's right. Good uh, Mac after dark content. Spotted uh, food. Right, yes, spotted food. Some premium subscription. <laughs>
3: <laughs> also, that voice you hear is across the puddle, not going to the coronation of King Charles.
0: Nope,
3: it's not a, going. Very, very famous one. One girls.
0: Hello, everybody. Yes, the king is going to be crowned on May sixth. Hmm. Oddly so, enough, I did, I I realized that on May fifth. Yes, they're not celebrating Cinco de Mayo. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> You're in England. So, they're doing. to do a little research yeah. on it. <laughs> Uh, no, good luck uh,
7: finding good Mexican food over there.
3: No cocoa. We once took a trip, a cross country trip in college. You know how that was like this romantic thing? Get in the Volkswagen bug, head to LA, and we hit in, um, we were in the same place where um, they made Miller beer. They had a big Miller. Of- it was in LA suburbs, and we hit there, San Mayo, We hit there May 5th. Yeah. Ooh. And for three days, it was like a combination of like a. House party in Beirut, you know what I mean? It was,
5: <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. Wowee, what a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but yeah. you know what I mean. So anyway, um, we're on the end now though, right? Correct? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. So wait yep. a minute, no cocoa tonight. Talk about the sink of the No cocoa tonight, but our uh, national correspondent, Switchblade Sleep Board, is here, Stevie. So, uh, have I ever called I'm, you I'm, Stevie before?
1: Uh, I yeah, it. I think my mom did it
3: when I was oh, okay. three. Oh, not me though, okay. I mixed up with Stevie, Mix. Yeah, it's uh,
1: <laughs> usually Steve, but if I was in trouble, it was Stephen.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. He knew, he knew something was up. Okay. And I, I'm with Juan Juan. I will not be attending the coronation either.
3: Really? Yeah. Okay. Were you invited?
1: Was, was, was I invited? Yeah. Yes. But I, I have other things going
0: okay. on. Okay. You got to feed those I'm cats. Gonna, I'm going to be reading a book about Princess Diana. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Can't let it go? You know, okay. how did it happen? Why did it happen?
3: I'll tell you why it happened. Let me introduce someone else. Uh, 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 security chief willie club is here. WC, hi, Mac. What do you
6: think? Having a good time tonight, really, uh, despite the uh, top 10.
1: Wow, he can remember. <laughs>
6: oh, that. I can't oh, remember oh. back that far. I'm sorry, I <laughs> just need to get beyond this
4: week. <laughs> oh. it
1: had been the top, you know, 10 things that club wouldn't eat, you know, he wouldn't be that's next week. Right <laughs>
3: yeah,
6: well, okay. I, I'm, I'm just whiny I guess. But, okay, uh, it just puts me in a different mood some nights, so really. You know, it so says. I'm still up. I'm, I'm up.
3: You got some sugar pops nearby. I got everything. Okay. All right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, also,
3: um, Raven is with us. Raven, a hello, good witch.
7: my friends. Thank you for having me.
3: Okay. Once again, uh, staying here with one, two, three, four, five, six, six drunk white guys. Why? Why? Tell us why.
7: I mean, I'm also not a hundred percent not drunk. Oh, so. good.
3: Okay. All right. Now. <laughs> Piece of the bumper that helps. falls in there. Okay. <laughs> also in the studio with us is uh, UFO mechanic Al Ronaldo.
4: Hello, Mac. Hello, yeah. everyone. Okay, so
3: uh, we're going to do a uh, report now from uh, Club. We're going to put his bumper in right here.
2: Reporting the latest in the U.S. military's new investigation into UFOs and what they still aren't telling you. It's time for the Club Report.
3: club, please tell us how we can await what's going to be, what, the end of the world? You're going to cheer us up?
6: Uh, well, unfortunately, Mac, the mood's going to continue kind of somber based on the uh, my update. But, you know, that's, that's the way it is now. You know, my concern is uh, emerging threats, and uh, so that's where my resources are going and my research. So, anyways, the latest things going on, of course, is... Uh, the thing that I'm most concerned about now—I've I've turned my focus about a year ago away from the uh, UAP, UA, UFO field to uh, really the uh, threats to our planet. And uh, you know, based on research, it's it's clear to me that you know the the greatest external threat to uh, to our planet is going to be uh, an asteroid uh, collision. You know, there's always talk about uh, UFOs or aliens, but clearly there's no evidence of a threat from aliens to our planet at this time. So I don't even uh, include that in my observations. But clearly, when when we look at climate change, we know that's probably the number one threat. But aside from that, uh, the dinosaurs will attest to this. The uh, The greatest threat to us is the uh, what's going on up in the atmosphere as far as the potential of a uh, possibly many uh, things going on up there as far as asteroids. Number one, uh, it's continuing uh, updates almost every day. There's something going on in the news about the uh, potential threat of asteroids, and in fact, now there's a new movie out called uh, Doomsday Meteor, and I think it's coming out this week. I can't wait to see it, but Again, it's it's uh, about, you know, an asteroid threat and how the uh, government's going to deal with it. I think this one they shows they're going to have a laser. They're going to try to land on a large asteroid and then uh, use some kind of laser. So going to be interesting to see that. But it's clear by what the government's been uh, focused on for the past year or two has been a lot of this uh, concern about, about what we can do in case there is some kind of a asteroid threat. And it's evidenced by the budgets that uh, the government has put out lately. There's a lot of that in there for all kinds of detection. And as we talked about previously, you know, the DOT uh, project where they've uh, actually sent up a vehicle uh, to an asteroid, a small asteroid, to see if they could redirect it by uh, planting a bomb on there. It was a like the size of a refrigerator. And I guess it had a little positive effect. They did see a shift, a little shift, and also some, you know, change to the size of the asteroid. But again, it doesn't give us a lot of uh, hope for the future right now because anything like that, as far as uh, being effective, would be five to 10 years away. So we, we really need a lot of notification about an asteroid coming in our path. And uh, again, that technology, uh, at least we're now doing a lot in that area. And I think that, personally, think that that's one of the reasons where they're coming back now and the government talking about UAPs and UFOs in a different manner. And I think they're trying to distract us from uh, these other threats out there. And like I say, to me, the, the asteroid is, is one of the, the biggest external threats. Uh, In fact, recently we had another uh, asteroid uh, near, uh, what we call a near flyover, you might say, many miles away. But this one was um, only in February, and it was the asteroid 2022DW. It's very similar to the, uh, in size, to the asteroid that uh, caused the 1908 Tunguska incident in Siberia. And I think... You may be familiar with that, but we probably will never know. If, if we do get an asteroid strike, you know, the good news is you won't see it coming uh, because yeah. there's so many of them out there now that we don't know where they are. Some of them are closer than you'd expect, but they're hidden behind other planets, behind the sun. Like this asteroid now is traveling at about 89,000 miles an hour. And it's expected to be have a possible hit on the Earth in 23 years. All right. And, and uh, the scientists don't feel overly confident that that's going to happen, but that's when it gets to a real close uh, proximity to our planet. Mm-hmm. So uh, that could be one of the things that's got them concerned. But again, this particular asteroid, you know, goes around, I, I think I had a statistic here, how, how often it goes around the sun. It's, um, it was like 271 times over a certain period of time. Oh, well, here it is. The uh, It orbits the sun every 271 days, traveling at 58,000 miles an hour. Wow. And it's determined that the odds of, of that, that it may impact Earth in 2046, uh, are about one in 500. Wouldn't you like to buy a lottery ticket at those odds? <laughs> hmm. You know?
7: This is... A- this is uh You mentioned a, a movie that I can't remember the name of that you mentioned that's coming out soon. This Doom is very City meteor.
6: Yeah,
7: Dune City Meteor. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out because this is very. Um, Fifty. Uh, reminiscent of the movie. Uh, don't look up. I don't yeah. know if anyone has seen that. I don't like that. That's it... exactly what it's reminding me of. Is that? Well, how is? Here we go. How are the people that are you know quote unquote in charge dealing with this uh-huh. and? It's like we have ample time you know it's not the movie where you have i mean what did they have like a couple of months or something like that or like 72 days something like that in the movie but um so we have we have years but again how, how is this going to play out in the in the long run let's say it does change and become a oh, we need concern. at least
6: ten years lead time. Did
3: I miss something? What is something hitting uh, soon? You
7: you missed everything. Well, I, okay. didn't, I was
3: on. I
6: didn't want to get you concerned, Mac, because oh, I know how you are about these things. You <laughs> get kind of queer. No, 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 no. Kind of what? Just Listen. mentioning that back in February, I, uh, a new meteor. Uh, well, it's not a new asteroid uh, meteor that has okay. been discovered, but it's it's gotten closer. And uh, I was explaining that it's it's. You can write this down, Mac, for Fair. future reference. Yes. The twenty twenty three DW Meteor. Okay. Uh. And the, the thing about it is as I was telling him, it's very similar in size to the media that caused the Tungeski incident oh, yeah. in Siberia.
3: We should do it yeah. We should do a segment on but, that Tundeski uh, uh, explosion.
6: Yeah, this and you know, you gave me a lot of information on that that and yeah. and I read it because it's so it because of the size of this thing, which is very similar. Mm-hmm. In uh, that one, as I was saying, you know, it, it exploded right over the land, yep. and uh, I mean the damage was yep. five mile crater. Yeah, not thousands s- of trees. Thank goodness it was in a sparsely. This was in the
3: middle of Siberia in, in the early nineteen, maybe 1908. 1908. and it was in a place in Siberia like people very few no, people hadn't even gone there before, right. and it was it, it was like f- not that long ago. It flattened trees hundred miles away. I mean, it had a five mile crater. 100 miles away, there were flattening trees. Dr. Bob, you must know about this. And it's like, and people, it's kind of funny how people kind of took it because they said, well, people saw this light in the sky, take a U-turn or whatever. There was intelligent, uh, you know, something was blowing up. They didn't, you know, how the jet fighter pilot always wants to steer it away from the neighborhood and then eject. It was kind of like that. Let's, Let's blow this thing up over the most unpopulated area in the world, which was Siberia. And that's what happened. It took them three years to get to the... Explosion site it took them
2: three
1: years. They did it there. actually explode
2: above the ground?
6: Yeah, it was above yeah, the yeah, ground. it, it exploded, exploded it down.
3: Hit. Yep, just yeah, like an atom I'm bomb. Fact.
8: Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly.
6: Right. Yeah. Well, this, this, yeah. There's two schools of thought on this because obviously there was real no really no scientific evidence, but the the major five mile crater. Yep. In, but a lot of people that did see it, they were they were eyewitnesses and they said that it was brighter than the sun. Mm-hmm. So it was an explosion in the air but how close it was to the ground right after all this research they still think it didn't impact the ground that it exploded above so anyways that's the concern now is that this uh, new uh, this 2023 dw is very similar in size and uh, in 2046 yes that yes. is when they're calculating that it could come close enough to the earth to hit to have an impact but okay you know, the biggest concern that everyone has in the scientific field is that it's not an exact science. Right. So okay. we know that, you know, there's, I don't know, like 50% of the the threats out there, we don't even know where they are yet. Right. So isn't the yeah.
3: option then just to party up and, you know, party, party well, like it's 1999?
6: That's been my, my motto for quite <laughs> okay. a while. You know. <laughs> Here's a tattoo anyways, of that. The bottom line is that, We don't know uh, exactly. Uh, Number one, this thing could come within, you know, 80,000 miles. It could come within, you know, a million miles as they come around. And the scientists just don't know. The earth changes and the atmosphere changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything could make one of these flying Objects change direction. Right. And, uh, I mean, what? you yeah, what? Yeah, to make it change direction. Yeah. So, so look, that's we, the real concern. We have two you minutes know. left, and we're
3: going to, and we're just going to, yeah, you know, real quick, just ask, ask the question we always ask: Would they tell us?
6: I, I don't believe they would.
3: They would just let it hit, man, I and
6: mean, the word would get out. I don't want to know. Yeah, but word would I get out.
3: Know. Yeah, everyone knows everything these days. And you imagine? Twenty forty six, they'll be in everyone's frigging underwear at that point.
6: You know, we <laughs> people will know. <laughs> Do you remember the movie? where they, f- they did tell the people, and I forget who the actor was in it, but he went out and uh, he found a girlfriend or something, and they said, hey, let's yes. just live our life for like, 24 hours. Yes. And it was all about that. So Love. Do you really want to live? I'm I like that. Yeah, that's go, tough. Depending on where it's <laughs> going
1: to hit, I might go live with Juan
4: Juan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. Can we arrange for right like the head? I want them to like come live
1: dying.
4: with me. You know, either way. In twenty forty six, we're not going like to make. We're not going to
0: it Speak for yourself, Al. We're not going to be
7: alive. Like you know, whatever. You got to go out sometime.
6: Why? I would be in my. But Raven, that's that's one they know about with this. You know, right? She's the only one who's going to be here. There's, about, a lot. Don't there's probably another 100,000 we don't know about. <laughs> oh, Raven's,
3: sure. yeah, of Raven's
0: 19 years old. She's going to be the only one who's going to so, be here. There's a dedicated federal department that tracks these, maps them out, looks into the yes. trajectories. NASA is and the all number one, one lead on yeah. that. Okay, okay. NASA is. Okay.
6: They have a great website that you can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can go out there if you ever want to check on a lot of this stuff. Right. But uh, NASA is... Uh, Like I say, and they've been getting a ton of money in their budgets for this. Mm -hmm. So something's going on. Well, we should do
3: another segment on NASA someday because NASA has a checkered record. They've done a lot of really great, outstanding, outstanding things, but they were not, and they're not a well oiled machine. You know what I mean? They just, it's like. Oh, we got Mac. Yeah, that's true. Well, now they're getting uh, private people into it. But I mean, they did some Mm -hmm. tremendous, tremendous things, but. You know, I guess they're just like the military without the guns, if you know what I mean, you know, and the way that they were structured and stuff like that. However,
6: it's, it's all politics, yeah. of yeah.
8: course. Yeah, well, yeah. with with the new all domain anomaly resolution office yes. arrow, that's they're hoping they put all that together now. Mm-hmm.
6: It and it, it you will know, take they they put that together two years ago and they keep changing the name of it. Right. Right. It's about it rec-
8: nine months old now.
6: I, I told you at the beginning, I think that's a diversion away from the uh, other threat, which is this whole mm. uh, asteroid, thing that.
3: They'll take another year designing the patch, you know what I mean? The patch, will yeah. have little things, red, and then they'll change that. No. You know, they But
8: bring the wrong people into work in it anyway. Right,
0: there you go. Yeah.
3: Probably have it made in China, who knows. Thank you, Club, very much. We have to clap for
0: Club. Yeah, thanks for the nightmare. Yeah, back sorry back. For Thank you for, moves, but I'm gonna for keeping us awake. So sure. You know
7: what? It just adds on to my bad news. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It is what it is at this point. Okay. Let's just keep on bringing it.
5: Bringing it? Bringing I, it I down. can
3: do that. i got some bad <laughs> That's news here, Okay, cool. Perfect. Why don't we take a commercial break now, and uh, just to get ready for the switch's bad news, you're listening to McElhaney's Motor Excel Show, and <laughs> yeah, the distant, what is it? Distant Thunder <laughs> Radio Network. <laughs> we'll be right back after this.
7: British Secret Service. Hello, Money. Hello, 007. How's your mission to steal the secret sex formula from doctor
8: Nono It'll be going fine, except for the two idiots headquarters. Shent with me.
0: Hey, Duffalo crumpets just call us idiots.
3: Yes, he did, 1-1. One, one. He's an ungrateful putz. Nice car, though.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Now it's my turn.
3: But if you drive, what am I going to do? I'll drive. You shoot the
4: machine. No way, I'm driving. He's got a license for you and i Oh, see what I mean, Penny?
2: But, James, we have to get the stolen formula Dr. No-No before
4: the big 2 our one sale. I'm on it, Money but I've got to rid myself of these two marshmallows first. <laughs> well, I still
1: have the red button, don't I? James,
7: not the red button. Cobra, save us! Yes. Hello,
1: gentlemen, And you, Mr. Potter. Oh, my God. Is
8: that Commander Cobra? Jumping from a helicopter through the got to of my Ashton Martin? Well played, Cobra. But what are you doing here?
2: Besides rescuing my two friends, James, I'm here to tell you that you don't have to steal the Cardio Sex Formula from Dr. No-No. All you have to do is go online and order it yourself. Then you'll have plenty of the new energy drink that can give you the extra endurance you need to get through. Please, Cobra, tell us why it's called Sex. It's called SCX, or Strength Energy Accelerator, and it's easy to use. Just mix a scoop of water, shake it, not stir it. 30 minutes before you start your workout, and you'll find you can last longer and feel all around better about finishing your regime.
5: Oh,
0: my.
2: And the mix comes in many different flavors. My favorite is passion fruit.
7: Mine too.
0: Why, you little troller. Hey, Mac, look at all these
3: buttons.
2: I wonder what they do. I
3: don't know. Push one and find out. Not, 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 not the big red, red, red one. <laughs> no.
2: Geez, I hope he's leaving his rocket. Guess not. That's SDX Workout Dietary Supplement. Available only through Cardillo USA. Visit CardilloUSA.com. For more details about our big two-for-one sale, that's C-A-R. D-I-L-L-O-U-S-A dot com and get some sex.
3: Back and went to Mac Maloney's military for a show here on the Distant Thunder Radio. And that way, this is Mac Maloney. What a show we've had so far. I thought this was a show that was going to be about the end times. And you know what? Maybe it is. Wow. Even the special effects doesn't work anymore. (laughs) Holy cow. Just went dead, baby. Wow. $18,000 down the drain. Anyway, this is Mac Maloney. And uh, yeah, we have quite a show. Real quick, girls. He's here. The very first one -one. Across the puddle.
0: Hey, I'm still here having a great time. this it's uh, The show is uh, kind of like the Ten Commandments, maybe, but, you know, it's it's getting there.
3: Ten Commandments? <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. All right. One <laughs> well, of the best scenes ever is uh, with Mel Brooks. What is that story? Part of the history. What is it? History of the World? History of the World. History of the World Part, part 2. One. He's coming down the mountain, and he's got 20 commandments, right? And two of the, <laughs> two of the tablets fall and break. And he goes, hey. You know, just <laughs> wow, listen. When they need a
4: rim shot the place is coming to patio what's going on Bob the ghost wow Bob the ghost just trashed Max's whole setup over there oh, threw oh stuff man. around broke the sound <laughs> effects just oh, across wow i like an asteroid yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's my college. I mean he's digging through
1: there like like mad right now a <laughs> wow he's we need one of those signs that says, uh, uh, having technical difficulties. Hopefully yeah. You
0: want to adjust your set. <laughs> yes. You don't yeah.
3: believe what I just found, but. If it shows the, the it wasn't, test wasn't pattern. It the sound effects, effects on machine. On says, <laughs> I, bet that's, I bet
0: that's canceled, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, what? It? All right, here we go. <laughs> you don't see that much anymore, mm-hmm. do you, Club?
6: Oh. I haven't seen it in years. Okay, what are you talking about? Please, let me
3: know. What are you talking about?
0: That always should have been like a turkey, uh, you know, uh, not a turkey, a uh, <laughs> the test patent when
6: the, when the TV ended at the end of the night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That test now with the Indian. That was
0: sad, it Was baby. an Indian with a headdress on. Right. Kind of yeah. Weird.
3: Yeah. That old test pattern. They always Channel Five was always the last one off the air. It was like two thirty. Believe me. I know, and yep. they had this really sad rendition of uh, "God Bless America" and stuff. And a lot of it showed, a lot of it showed MTA buses going here and there late at night. It was just like sad as hell. That was it. So anyway,
0: this this Charlie on the MTA still there. Go. Hanging from the strap, he still can't get off. Listen,
3: talk about not being able to get off. Coco not with us, okay. But switchblade Steve Waters with us. Our uh, national correspondent, Switchy, down in Virginia.
1: Uh, great to be here. And I think my favorite part of the show was the top ten list at the beginning oh, of the uh, program. Okay,
3: there you go. There's one in my. Colin, there. Uh, also, with us is our security chief, Willie Club, who just took that dagger right to the old solar
6: plexus. <laughs> you know, I'm not surprised that he would look at the uh, top 10. That's probably the most excitement he gets in a day. So, Oh, oh, come on. Now, I need to th- <laughs> wait, hang on another <laughs> second. Okay, okay, so okay, I'll continue wait, to look right. up at the sky to try to give us some early warning. Uh, uh, no Something more Mr. Nice
3: Guy here, I'll tell you. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, everything's good now. We found it the world hey, makes I, sense i meant
0: to ask your club during a report is is brian may of queen working on this project <laughs> wow
5: he's oh, a very a good yeah.
7: question. he should you know, be not really yeah
4: yeah, yeah.
0: Now he's a very he's, he's
4: a doctor of uh, of
3: uh astro uh i get, i bet you a lot of people physicists yeah i bet you a lot of people ask him to put his name on papers and stuff like that but anyway let me let's we'll ask someone who knows okay dr bob gross um i know i'm introduced to people out of order but Doctor Bob, at one point you were you were um, you received a doctorate, right?
8: Yes. Hello, band- Mac. Hello, everyone. It's a long climb Hello, up, Dr. right,
3: Bob. Doctor? That's a long takes a long time, right, for you? How
8: uh long? It took about seven or eight years. Yeah,
3: really? Yeah. Wow, that's how long it took me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Also joining us, saving the best. So last, no, Alvin. Now though, you're mechanic. Not really saving the best. No, so no, so well. t-
4: you hit the bottom here, okay, pretty, nowhere, pretty hard.
3: Yeah, here we go. Thanks. Gonna, I'm gonna save. This is save. They call it in baseball. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you doing tonight?
7: Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great.
0: Are you really Thank God you're keeping this all. I was going to say, together. thank yeah. God you're
6: here. I'm
7: trying. I, I I feel like I'm keeping it together with a with a dollar store glue stick, but I'm doing
6: <laughs> wow. I'm trying to keep it up myself.
0: Okay, okay. Is, well, is, that is that a spotty you know, glue? Stop, that. stop. Do you know what the equivalent of that? <laughs> it's a spotted glue UK, stick. Oh oh, 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 oh! No, is it,
7: it Pound Town? No.
0: Pound Land.
7: Pound Land. Yes. I follow a girl on Instagram that works there. And area. she is so funny. And it used to be called Pound Town. And they had to change it to Poundland because it's, you know, in, in no, America, Pound Town is, we don't. you know. What? So they changed it. It Cricus. used to be called Pound Town.
4: I'm Hang on. not even know
7: kidding. I
0: that, but I get it.
3: <laughs> oh, look. Wait, 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 some sexual reference? Is that what you're talking about? Pound? Is that sexual yeah, so like
7: reference? The, the, so, like, we have, like, a dollar store here. But a, a dollar Oh I, a oh yeah Pound. And they... Their Let's dollar store that. used to be called Pound Town.
4: Yes, yes. No, but our dollar store now is a dollar and a quarter store. That's You true, can't right. buy anything for a dollar. Everything's a dollar and a quarter. There is a strip drilling in Seabrook called Pound Town, oh, I guess. Or is it Dogtown? T- dog no, look. That's
3: very inside. Anyway, talking about inside, Switchy has a report for us.
2: And now it's time for another story from the lost annals of the paranormal. It's time for Steve Ward's Report from the Fringe. Can you cheer us up? Because it's been, you know.
1: Well, let's say I've got two humanoid encounters here. One uh, has kind of a bad ending and the other one has kind of a good ending. So a little bit of yin and yang. And the source of this is one of Albert Rosales' books, Humanoid Encounters, The Others Amongst Us. And this is the one that goes from 1995 to 1999. Now this this first one takes place in uh, on November in, in November of 1997. It's in a uh, undisclosed desert area in Arizona. Uh, night is falling. Uh, Dwayne Berger, 22 and his friend Mark, uh, they're camping in this isolated area. <clears throat> and because the uh, 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 daylight has faded, they've built a campfire. Now they're very close to an old mine shaft and they haven't seen or heard anything. For quite a while and all of a sudden they start hearing these screams that appear to be coming from the mine shaft and they sound like they're coming from women in distress now by the way this this tale here is pretty wild so uh everybody can decide whether or not they think this is a a true account or not um so they they muster up their courage they approach the mine shaft one of them has a tire iron for uh uh for, for their only weapon uh, they're uh, assuming the screams are from women in trouble, and so they 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 muster up the courage a little more. They they get about twelve feet in, and they start to see this greenish glow. And then, as they move closer, they see two figures, two humanoid figures, and they're wearing robes. Now, bad idea, I think, to approach uh, 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 things in the dark wearing robes. Now, they're only about five feet tall, so they're feeling a little bit. Uh, I guess, macho. And as they move closer, these things move together to block their path. And so they mustered up a little more courage and demanded that they free and let go whoever is uh, screaming in distress. And they hear a voice responding. The voice sounds mechanical. And the voice said, the women are beyond your help. Leave it once or perish. Leave it once or you will join them in the caves. Now, these Jawa wannabes both produce some kind of a wand. Uh, They aim them. A yellow light is emitted from them. And the two men are paralyzed. They can't can't do anything. They can't move. And then the creatures direct a greenish beam toward the rock wall. It allegedly, I know this is a wild tale, it melts away long enough for the hooded uh, figures to move through. And then the rock wall reforms again. And... After that, the man, the, 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 uh, being paralyzed, it, it ends, and they get the hell out of there. Now, the, the source of this was uh, from one of Brad Steiger's books called Out of the Dark. And again, uh, you can make your own decision as to whether this wild tale is, uh, is true or not. Now, here's another one. <clears throat> A place called uh, Petrozabodsk, Russia? Yes, I've been too bad it didn't occur somewhere in Kansas. It would be easier to pronounce. This is summer, 1998. Igor <laughs> Nikolaevich Petrovich. He's out working in his fields, yes. and he starts to hear some kind of a, a strange metallic noise. But by the way, before I move on, this uh, this wild tale I just relayed. It does. It has overtones of the Shaver mystery, the mm. Darrow, the creatures that live underground, the guy that the used wands to, and, and so forth. He used to contact
3: uh, the guys through his uh, settling torch. That guy.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, the guy. Man. Okay, that, that yeah, go ahead. Mystery. And that makes me wonder if uh, if this uh, wasn't just a wild tale based on the. Uh, some of the tales out of the caves anyway back to our our russian dude igor here um he's out working in his fields he hears this this strange metallic noise and then uh about uh, 40 yards away he sees a a kind of a bluish luminous strip he calls it and it's suspended in the air and then it moves out of sight and and goes behind one of the sheds on his property Mm -hmm. so he kind of freaks him out he drops his tools and he moves toward the barn trying to trying to hide from this mysterious object. Go ahead. And then all of a sudden something flies at him from behind the shed. And when it gets closer he sees it's a small humanoid creature. The thing's only it's suspended in air. It's only about a foot tall. It's p- perfectly proportioned. It's hovering about uh 3 yards from him. Uh and no no big surprise he becomes paralyzed. Now, no. this thing was wearing a black cap. Okay. It had a small head, not one of the big bulbous heads. Uh-oh. Black eyes, slit for a mouth, uh, uh, not much of a nose, and wearing tight coveralls. Now, this thing is kind of moving up and down in front of Igor as he's unable to move. So then all of a sudden, it flies over his head. He his, he overcomes his fear, and it's more it's replaced by curiosity. Yes. Now, this thing remains in the area for about 15 minutes, so he got a really good look at it. And then it flies away. The next day, he's out in his field again. He sees two more of these entities. Yes. And the following day, he, see- he sees another one flying around his porch.
3: Can I ask a question at this point? Yes. The first time he saw it, was he listening to Supertramp?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, Sorry, I don't over.
1: know. Has it been translated to Russian? Sorry. Um, I, I don't know. Go ahead, switch. <laughs> It was uh, just absolutely. laying there. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just laying there. I'm sorry. I took it there. Okay. Quite all right. Okay, now, this one has kind of a happy ending because after these strange incidents, it was confirmed later by his doctor that he no longer had heart disease, which was something he was suffering from. Oh. So, this is one of these a completely bizarre incidents. And again, who knows if it's true or not? No. But this guy had some kind of a bizarre encounter with the unknown and he has a healing from it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Yem Triangle, people go into the Yem Triangle in Russia, and some people come out, you know, healed of really, you know, pretty serious illnesses. So it could be mind over matter. You know what I mean? I mean a lot of you know stuff like that happens. So if you think you're going to be healed, Preston you know? Dennett
1: wrote a book about, uh, yeah. like something like 300 healings well, or, huh. or positive things that happened with UFO encounters. He
3: also wrote UFOs at the drive-in. We got to get that guy back on again.
1: He's oh gonna, yeah. <laughs> so
3: anyway, listen. Switchy, thank you. My pleasure. Let's clap for Switchy only because...
1: Only because...
7: Because you're great.
3: <laughs> because oh. you're great. I was going to say he'd, he'd flip Just his great. wig if, if... you know. I was going to get on that road and I decided not to. So anyway, thank you, Switchy. Uh, I think it's time. I got to tell you that Uncle Al... Has allergies. He's not snorting. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
5: are are you trying to, I'm that?
3: trying
4: to get away from. Are the, you doing it
3: without telling me? I'm trying to get hey, away from the not. microphone when oh, I do it's it. Awful. But. Okay. Anyway. Um. So uh, there's the uh, okay. The train crashing into the station. Thank you, <laughs> Doctor Bob. Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it.
8: Thank you, sir. Lending thank you, your uh,
3: lending your um professional professional academic, uh, you know. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So listen, you, you did tell me, did tell us that if, if there was an orchestra on Mars, the bass would reach you before everything else, right? And, and all music would just be out of sync, right? That music as we know it.
8: Well, the uh, yeah, the high notes would reach you at a different time than the low notes would, and the sound would only travel... If it was outside, Mm -hmm. 26 feet beyond the source of the sound. Really? Because the atmosphere is so thin? Because what the atmosphere is made up of and there's like what's up there to, you know, vibrate around and that, that whole thing.
3: Yep. Yep. So music can only be played on Earth.
8: Well, it can be played on Mars if it was inside an environment Okay. Was oh,
3: I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
8: Music,
1: music
0: needs a medium upon which it's, to travel. It's air. Whether it be right? water, air, or something. Yeah.
8: Yes. Right? You have to have a, a source, a medium, and a receiver to have a complete yeah. sound. Yeah,
3: And we know, uh, we're used to, on Earth, we're you know, used to, you know, our medium. Our medium is our atmosphere, Correct. basically, right? So if you're on a planet with a different atmosphere... Yeah, music—that's what we have. Music can be awesome. Anyway, thank you, Doctor Bob. We appreciate it. Thank you. Do we clap for him. We better clap for him. No, I don't—I don't, I don't
5: mean—I don't mean. Thank
3: we you. better you. clap. You
0: know you I mean. He's the uh, Roger Waters of the Mac. Yeah, Rogers yeah. You are really yeah getting that Roger Waters
3: out there. He's not the most popular guy in the world, so you might want to change it up. You never know. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> Okay, thank you. I'm going to go to club. Thank you, club, for joining us also. Oh,
6: again, Mac, thank you. I, I, I feel so much better now at the mm-hmm. end of the night having shared the concerns that I have. Yes. I basically feel like I've relieved myself, so I'm <laughs> feeling much better. Okay,
0: all right. I'm glad you do. I'm going to go nightmares with asteroids. Sounds
1: like an You yourself during commercials.
3: Munimusul <laughs> or whatever, but okay, yeah. Thank you, club. We appreciate it. Go Red Sox, right? Because there's no one left, correct?
6: No, they're around Red for Sox. maybe another week.
0: Okay. Anyway. I think they have more wins than the Yankees right now, so that's good.
6: Doesn't say much about yeah, the That's,
5: in last that's not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Joel Embiid's going to be playing again, so you'll see. He can, he can scratch that Celtic series off.
3: I'll tell you, there's a guy on the Boston Red Sox called Bobby Dahlbeck.
4: You know who I'm talking
3: about? How the F does this guy have <laughs> a major league contract?
6: What is He's it? He's got pictures of something. Of something.
3: It. There's no way this guy should be playing. You know, minor, class A ball. Anyway, little sports insight. Our sports sport.
0: teams are run by morons.
3: They, well, the, the Red Sox are.
0: All the way through. Anyway. And sadly, the Patriots are like a non-entity. I never thought I'd be seeing the day that, I'd have to say that But Well You know It's a non-story What the Patriots for the,
3: Yeah for the foreseeable
0: future It will be exactly. a non-story
3: If they got Aaron Rodgers We've got to edit this up But if they got Aaron Rodgers Like the Jets did That's a big right. splash You know what I mean That's It'd a be big be something
0: splash. to talk about right, yep. Even though he's a dick
3: Yeah he is a dick
0: He'd be our dick And you know How that goes He'd be our spotted dick Go ahead <laughs> <laughs> I, You were going to say it Jeez.
7: Anyway. You walked right oh. into that really. one
3: <laughs> Wow Anyway, thank you, Club. Thank you, Switch,
1: Switchy. Thank you. My pleasure. You know, I just can't get over how much I really enjoyed that top ten list tonight. Me too. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll get
6: thank over you that. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: It
0: was, it was number, it was like number three of the, the best top ten lists of there all you time. See, <laughs> Club,
4: they're turning against you, Club. Our now though, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, America Is it time to go yet? It's close to it. <laughs> as it turns out. What's a, I want
0: my burger medium. What's still
4: open? Cheeseburger. Onion rings. I don't
0: know.
3: Yeah, we can't. It's so way uh, too late for the strawberry gallery. Yeah. Uh, looks like the park lunch. Park lunch is good, though. Good food, dude. Anyway. Yes, it is. Uh, so uh, thank you, Switch. Do we thank Raven? No, not yet. Let me thank Juan thank Juan first. Thank you, Juan, Juan Okay. Time. You're welcome. That whole, like, Pleasure to be here. Pleasure, of, here.
0: Pleasure to be anywhere.
3: Homemade fish and chips, man. I can't get that uh, out of my head. That's I'm very
6: suggestible. Wrapped in newspaper. Yeah, wrapped yeah. in newspaper. Yeah, there you go. Damn.
3: Raven, thank you. Is that time of night?
7: Oh, man. All right. Okay. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. This is well, fun.
3: Well, thank you. You added to the fun immeasurably.
7: <laughs> okay. In a weird way, I added to it.
3: <laughs> okay. We won't say no. So I just wanted to say the um, um, we have a book giveaway contest coming up uh, where you can win an autographed book of uh, Mac Maloney's new uh, book called War of Dragons, which is on sale everywhere, including Amazon. But headquarters said we can give away free copies, five copies free autographed uh, if we come up with some kind of contest where people can win it. So this is what we're going to do. The next broadcast that uh, we do um, on the end of it will be uh, Raven's latest edition of Raven Scary Movie Hour. During that show, she is going to utter the phrase that pays, okay? This is sound effects, baby. 18 grand. The phrase that pays. And if you write to wingman.com... No, what is it? Uh, what's the name of the webpage? I'm sorry. What is it? Uh, here, I'm looking at it now. Mac like, you know, like, like com. MacMaloney.com. Okay, hit the contact yeah. button and tell us what the phrase... To,
4: the phrase pays phrase
7: pays you can right. do Macmoley.com, hit the contact button no. or if you send it to the dms i will also right. respond to it there on instagram
3: first five people first five people and uh, i'm sorry but usa only okay
4: damn
0: yeah
3: i know but you know <laughs> it's out of our control really so anyway so um yes yeah, so <laughs> next so listen to next our next broadcast after this one And uh, Raven's latest show will be on the uh, end of that. She's going to say the phrase to pay somewhere during the hour. If you're one of the first five people that tell us what the phrase to pay is, you get a free copy of War of Dragons, um, Mac Maloney's latest book, number 22 in the Wingman series on sale everywhere. And I was telling someone the other day, and and a lot of these bookstores now are getting 3D printers. So you can go in and you can say – you know, give me Wingman twenty two and it takes about three minutes, three to five minutes wow. to print out an entire book. Your book. You know. So anyway. That's and they awesome. print it
0: in the font that you want and yeah, do a anything. punch in a binder?
3: Yep. It comes out just like a book. Just like the book that's on the bookshelf.
0: Really? Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So that's wow. that's Bound just happening. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Found there. It's a uh, large Paperback, You know, they call them trade paperbacks. They're kind of big. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what's coming. So anyway, but they're getting them now. A lot of Amazon places are getting them apparently. So anyway, War of Dragons, get your copy free. Uh, Just listen to our next broadcast. Listen to Raven's Scary Movie Hour. At the end of that broadcast, she's going to say the phrase that pays. And um, if you're one of the first five people to get in touch with us, you'll get a free copy, of autographed copy of War of Dragons by McElhinney on sale everywhere. I think that's it. Homes for our troops. Homes for our troops, a military organization, that raises money to build homes for our veterans that have been wounded, seriously, in uh, post-9-11 action. That's the Afghan war, the Iraqi war. These are people who came home probably missing a limb or whatever. And Homes for our troops builds them homes that are adapted to their needs. That means not a lot of stairs, very wide hallways, low counters, things like that. Make it a little bit easier for these folks. And then when the house is done, they tear up the mortgage, they give them the keys, it's their house for free. And they can go out and live as normal, I hate to use that line, but as normal lives as possible. Uh, um, Because they don't have that headache of a mortgage hanging over their head every month, right? Home threat troops, Google them, see what they're up to. Now, the other day, I happened to look up to Channel 7, there was like a five-minute thing on how they're doing putting together a house for uh, one of our veterans down in Mattapoisett, which is down towards the Cape in Massachusetts. And they're doing a great thing. They had a bunch of the Patriots so there helping them, and they're putting down the loom and stuff. And, yeah, it's really cool. Homes for our troops. And it's it's 90 cents of your dollar actually goes to our vets, you know. And um, Bill
0: Belichick was spreading the manure out there too, there, right? There you
3: go, you know. Figuratively. <laughs> Thank you, Juan Juan. So, um, okay, so that's it, gang. Uh, Okay, so until you hear us next time, this is back for the entire crew
5: saying be safe, be happy, and
0: bye-bye.